Welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen, my pronouns are Fae Fair, and joining me is... I'm Bu- I'm Bububa. <laughs> You're Bububa Bubba. I'm Bubba. I'm host, okay. Fen. We're using this one. <laughs> no! Who are you? No, 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 we're starting this over. Ben, who are you? My name is Ben Enns, and my pronouns are she, they. Today we're continuing Skihime. I'm destroy you for this. With the beginning of the Akiha route. But before we get there, a reminder that we're planning on a Q&A episode for Skihime after we finish all five routes. But we need questions to answer. We have one incredible question, but we need more. So send any and all questions to cryingrulesactually at gmail.com or DM us at cryingrules on Twitter. I will send us questions to answer if no one else does, and they're going to be awful. So please, please send us some. Uh huh. Um, <sighs> new root, fan. New root. Wait. New root. Uh, content warnings. Oh uh, yeah, no. Is that um, a, is that a complete list? Uh, let's see. Uh, we got all all the standards. Uh, we got sexual assault, gore, violence, child abuse, sex scenes with underage characters, even worse, this route, uh, incest, misogyny, death, and suicide. We almost um, avoided sexual assault this route. It- oh, uh, assisted suicide. Uh, also. Yeah. Okay. Day one. Or oh, prologue? No, Are we talking about yeah. the prologue again? I always like to go over the prologue again because I always like note new things every time. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, you know that worst idea of all time podcast? Where it's no. getting to be a little bit like that. They like watch bad movies every week for like mm. a year. That sounds terrible. <laughs> oh, it's horrible, fan. Uh so I'm just saying, I'm sort of getting to that point where I'm just, like, desperately picking up things to do in the repeat bits. Uh Uh-huh. Um, god, yeah, what a... We're halfway done with Tsukihime. I know I'm, like, stalling to get to the thing, but I'm just, like... like, We're, like, 60% done, Ben. No, it's wild. Okay, okay, but, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about the opening stuff real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, did you play the opening bits? No. Okay, okay. So, let's... Let me go over the notes. Uh, it's the normal little thing. He wakes up, blah, blah, blah. Goes outside into the, like, garden woods. Mm-hmm. I noted this forest is absolutely within the walls. In the yeah. Opening. Some of yeah. it certainly is. I think they just have a whole forest walled off, then. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's also... There's also forest outside of the walls. Yeah, like across the street, too. And and next to the the man. Mm-hmm. Um, I noted this time that there's a lot of like theatrical references as hmm. the little kid Shiki is wandering outside. He says something uh-huh. about how he feels like he's at the cusp of a the start of a grand play, that the curtain will rise soon and all this stuff. Yeah, it's really interesting because we haven't gotten up to this point, we haven't gotten any information on what actually happens in this scene. We we certainly know what happens by the I I should yeah. have gone back and played the intro because towards we the end now. we get exactly what's happening in this scene and I should have I should have replayed it but I uh-huh. I didn't. 
But yeah, at the time, I wrote down this This absolutely isn't anything that uh, Roa did when he took over Shiki's brother. There's too many murders. It's nighttime. Shiki's mom, the the woman I call mom, died. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My guess was that it was one of the family members going through an inversion impulse and going on a killing spree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I also... Wrote down, this kid's been through a lot. No wonder he grows up to be such a little freak. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it also refers to it as a clearing, so I wondered if it was the same clearing that he follows Hisui into, the one where he dies mm-hmm. by Shiki's hand. Uppercase yeah. Shiki. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Let me see. Uh, yeah, so his mom dies protecting him from this strange man. Uh, and he looks up at the moon longingly. Again, so much moon content. Love a moon. And then we get to the prologue. <laughs> it's such a nerve-wracking prologue when he wakes up in the hospital. Uh-huh. I did, so I did, like, kind of button through this stuff. Um, the prologue's pretty good. <laughs> the prologue's pretty good. Yeah, it gets you going really fast. I... I'm very curious, Ben. Do you think that the Tono family wrecked a car to make the car crash story more believable? Hmm. I don't think that they needed to. <laughs> like, it. well, oh, does... Okay. I, it's referred to as an accident so many other times that I mm-hmm. could not actually remember if there was a car crash involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The story is car crash. Uh, the windshield shattered and a bunch of shards of glass went into his chest. Right, right, yeah. Um, I don't think that they did. They have enough power to, like, not... On the other hand, on the other hand, fan, follow me on this. Uh-huh. They send a uh, fucking eight-year-old Kohaku to go crash a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I clipped real bad during that. Um... That would be very funny. In her same little little tiny maid costume. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, Shiki mentions cracks. The doctors ask for a nurse. I noted this time how many people... I thought that not many people got names in this route uh, if they didn't have sprites. But mm-hmm. there's, there's a fair amount of random names mentioned, like Dr. Ashia in neurology and so on. By fair amount, do you mean Dr. Like Akia and the teacher? <laughs> There's a couple more. There's a couple more. Are there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I also started a game where I counted all of the mentions of uh, the phrase fruit knife. <laughs> but uh, there's not as many as you want. Fruit knife count one, though, is him cutting the mm-hmm. hospital bed in half. So I looked up fruit knives because I was like, okay, what the fuck is a fruit knife? Um... They're also called par- pairing knives, which mm-hmm. made a lot more sense. Why Why the hospital is is handing out um, pairing knives with lunch or I breakfast think... or whatever? I don't know. That seems a little dangerous. I figured it must be a plastic knife. And it's just translated weird. That might be the case. Because he could absolutely cut a bed in half with a plastic knife. His knife is also called a fruit knife, is the thing. Which it absolutely is not. It, well, it's a it is. Knife. I mean, okay. You're right in that it is not a, a pairing knife. Despite it appearing like a pairing knife in 
uh, the images of it that we get because it's <laughs> yeah, described yeah. as a um like a uh, foldy outy like old time re razor knife. Mm-hmm. Even though that that doesn't make much sense. What? That it folds out because he's like he's constantly. I guess maybe it does. Maybe it maybe it is only sharp on a single side. Anyway, I don't know. Well, it doesn't have to be sharp on anything. It just has to be thin. Yeah, but like he cuts people with it. Yeah, I feel like he's it's, it's a he's stabbed with it. So it has a point. He's stabbed with it by someone else who can also see death lines. Is it really only Shiki who stabs him? Everyone stabs him with their claws and shit. Or shoots him with guns. <laughs> hey, that might be true, I guess. So, other highlights from the uh, the opening bit. Uh, I noted that it was, was he was living with Deathlines for two weeks before he ran into Alco, and that's a lot, given that a couple hours uh, almost breaks his brain in the future. Yeah. I think he's, he's a kid. His brain's more resilient or something. I guess. Let's see, uh, I really liked this line when he wanders outside. Uh, Drowning in this ocean of green at the end of summer, I feel like I'm about to disappear. That's a good line. Uh-huh. Uh, Aoko shows up, almost <laughs> almost tramples him, and then yells at him. She's great. More people should yell at Shiki more of the time. <laughs> You're right. Uh, what do you think Aoko's doing in this tiny little city? I feel like She's, like, going from one place to another. She's just sort of wandering around looking for kids to meddle with. That or... Huh. Do we know where the hospital is? No. No, we don't know where anything is in the city that floats in the void. I mean, the, yeah. Is is the hospital in the town is really the question I'm asking. Or is I it, assume like, so. a nearby, like, hospital? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like... I could totally see Alco having having business or an interest in um, either, yeah, well, business or an interest in uh, the Tono family. Possible, possible. Although they don't like mages. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. I just mean that she might have interest in them, and th- that doesn't mean that they're, like, fond of her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else. Fruit knife count number two, cutting down the tree for Alco. Uh, she mentioned stealing Mystic Eye Killer from her older sister. I'm still curious about her sister, but we're not going to learn about that for a long, long time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Alco is the OG girl who's super nice to Shiki for little to no reason. So, yeah, we'll get into it. I think it, it is interesting that aside from. Um... Aside from Arcoid, all of the girls who fall in love with Shiki have some re- like he he is nice nice too or like there is yeah it's not just oh Shiki's the protagonist therefore I'm attracted to him in mm-hmm. every case there is a like a good a good reason for at least an initial like oh I kind of have a crush on this person because they did mm-hmm. something nice for me yeah, even Arcoid, besides just the fact that he uh talks to her, he is willing to go on this like in like bananas adventure with her, no matter how horrible it gets, and yeah. be mostly in good spirits about it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, I buy the relationships in this game. Yeah. Like the girls are well written. Uh even if it does feel a little like 
oh, you're on their route now, so they're in love with you. They do a good job of, like, backfilling why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Aoko is, is in fact, nice to Shiki for little to no reason. Except for... But he's a kid. He's a kid, and also, presumably she knows how terrible it is to live with something like... Like, she doesn't know how terrible it is to live with mystic eyes of death perception, but, like... She's got something going on. She's a really powerful maid. She must know how much it sucks to live with uh, supernatural powers. Though she doesn't know that till, like, the sixth of the day that she's hanging out with him. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we've spent like 10, 15 minutes on the intro bit again, so we might as well get moving. Wow, we... We can we talk, give, Ben. Give give Ben and I three lines of text and we'll spend half an hour analyzing it. <laughs> uh-huh, and we'll have an incredible time and everyone else will suffer under our gaze. <laughs> Day one. Inversion Impulse 1, October 21st, Thursday. It's day um, one again, fan. I was going to say the date. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Sorry. We're back to See, day one, Ben. I was half expecting you to start saying it as I started saying it, like we were doing uh, last time. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Day one. Day one theory. <laughs> day one theory. Okay, so this is mostly the same, so I'll just brush uh-huh. over what happens so that it's fresh. Um, Shiki's leaving the Audima's house. He's going to school. He's never going to come back. He should visit. Just visit, dude. It's fine. They don't live that <laughs> far away from you. Uh, Keiko, his adoptive mom, warning him that the Tonos are different from everyone else, <laughs> does read a little differently now that we have the flesh-hungry little monster description of Akiha. Yep, that that does sound a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, said that way. Uh-huh. Do they, uh huh. Do we? Do the Arimas know? They must only. They must know rumors. I bet you they don't know it's magic, right? They must know I the think... family has history. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never noticed that the Arima dad had a name. His name is Fumio. Oh. There are a lot of people with well. Again. There's more than you think. I noted, like, I think almost all of them this time. Okay. Because I needed something to keep me busy because Fruit Knives ended up being a bust. Aww. <laughs> uh, let's see. Shiki gets to school, and we hear the loud hammering. CL's really hamming it up, trying to get his attention. We get choice one, go straight to class, or should we be late to meet CL? Um, we should go straight to class, Ben. We could... could- as as CL told us last time, we can't meet CL on this route if we want to be on Akiha's route. Yeah, yeah, we gotta avoid CL. So, we'll go straight to class. I never did this before. I always met CL, because CL's great. You, you, have you, you did this one before this route? Yes, I did it on CL's, and then immediately, like, halfway into this scene, was like, Oh, this is not, this is not meant for me. <laughs> this is not for me. Um, okay. Yeah. We run immediately into Yumizuka. Uh-huh. Yumizuka Satsuki, who is a character with two lines in every other route so far. Um, who looks 
like the plainest girl you've ever met in your entire life, but in a she's cute way. Cute. She's cute. She's just like got a very plain design compared to all of the other girls in this game. And I'm yeah. not saying it as a that's what she's supposed to be, right? I yeah. She's mm-hmm. supposed to be the normal schoolgirl. Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly what she is. She's she. Well, okay, she is popular. Um, I, I said I still think she looks like a background character. Sorry to all the Yumizuka stands out there. It's so funny how awkward Shiki is talking to her. Oh, he's terrible. He's like, why is this girl talking to me? She's like popular. I don't really get it. I don't know how to talk to humans, especially girls. Uh-huh. He's <laughs> um, like a little standoffish. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shiki's very much like, okay, what do you want to talk to me about so that I can go back to uh not interfacing? Staring out the window. I don't know. You. Um He's not mean. He's just he's just really awkward. And not yeah. in a not in a oh my god, a popular girl. I like her. No. In a like <laughs> what are you doing? Baffled. I don't understand. So Yumizuka, she says that the teacher was looking for Shiki, wanted to ask about his house. Uh he's called he says that her voice is unfamiliar to him. Hmm. Which is a weird way of saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, oh, I finished all the move paperwork, why would there be more? And then he just starts going into an internal monologue, and Yumizuka's just staring at him, waiting to be acknowledged and greeted. <laughs> it takes Shiki so long to say good morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he says her name, and she's like, oh, <gasps> you remembered my name? She's like, smiling and blushing, and Fen, that's literally just CL's face. Uh-huh. That's just CL Sprite. That's just CL Sprite with uh the hair changed. It's so funny. It's still yeah. a good expression, but her she says, Yeah, good morning, Tonokun. Looks like you remember my name. <laughs> Which is just mm-hmm. very good. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it's great. All of her other sprites are unique. It's just that one for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see. Yumizuka's jazz that Shiki remembered her. Chalk it up to another girl who crushes on Shiki because of his mysterious persona. Uh, she's... Yumizuka's the top of the class. Everyone loves her. She's class uh-huh. idol, he calls her. And he's like, of course I remember her name. She's like, hot shit. Why would she bother to remember mine? I wonder. Well, yeah, me too. Uh, I said, what if she's just a nice person, Shiki, and she remembers because she bothers to, not because of hierarchy? Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I I, oh, I went to high school and elementary school with very small class sizes, so, like, I knew everyone's name. But, yeah, exactly. But this is this feels like, well, I guess we don't really ever get any insight into how big of a high school this is. It's true. That's but it definitely true. feels like the kind of place where it's like, I I can remember like seventeen names. I'm sorry, you're not you're not mm-hmm. in my friend group. Um, she, Yumizuka asks nervously if he's moving somewhere far away, and she has to hold her own hands to stop from wiggling, which is very cute. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I'm not changing schools." Oh, I yeah yeah. She she absolutely has a crush on him. <laughs> oh, it's so obvious, and he has no idea. He, yeah, he's like. I, uh, no, don't worry. I'm, I'm just moving houses. Mm-hmm. Um, 
She's and so worried that he's moving away. It's at this point I wrote down like, holy crap, she gets more characterization here than in the entirety of the first two routes. She literally gets two lines if you don't pick this option. Uh-huh. She asks if he's leaving the Audima house behind, and he says yes, and then says, why would she know that? I've not told anyone except Arihiko Mm -hmm. about my living situation. No one knows who I live with. Oh, I didn't realize that came up here. It really does. I thought it was was way later. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was that... uh, uh, I thought it was fairly innocuous at the moment. Mm -hmm. And now Arihiko bursts in, says hi to Yumizuka. She looks very upset to see him. This is this is like the like oh she definitely has a crush on Shiki because she's just like hi Arahiko. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah, she she knows that Shiki and Arihiko are meant to be together and she's mad about it. Yeah. Um well, so you say that, uh Arihiko's like, Tono's picking up chicks? What the hell's going on? I thought you weren't interested in him. I'm like, yeah, because he's dating, uh, Shiki is dating Arihiko, after all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Arihiko's like, wait, wait, one sec. <laughs> I thought we were gay together. Uh-huh. And Shiki's like, no, 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 I have a totally normal uh, sex drive for, uh, ma- for a male. <laughs> like, it's this weird gay joke. Uh, Arihiko says that girls find it more amusing if you have a weird sex drive, which is pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, Though he says that such girls would only be amused and won't actually date you. Arihiko Mm. will date you if you have a weird sex drive, though. Yeah. (laughs) Cut to weird sex drive. Cut to Arkweird commenting on how good Shiki is at killing her, even though it was only his first time. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Shiki, Listen, sh- Arcoid is valid. Arcoid <laughs> is all is I'm so saying. Uh, Shiki shoes Arihiko away. He makes a joke about Shiki having his period. Uh, not my favorite Arihiko humor in this route so far. Yeah. It's like real hit or miss in this look, like scene. Uh, there's a great exchange where Arihiko says, you're going to hurt people with that careless attitude of yours. And Shiki says, isn't there some way I can kill them instead? <laughs> I think it, it's also, yeah, it's also mentioned that Ari, or Shiki's only mean to Arahiko. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just the like, way he's only mean to Aki, uh, to uh, Arkuid. Uh-huh, or in this route, to some extent, only mean to Akiha. Yeah. Um, that's just the only way that Shiki knows how to flirt, is the yes. thing. Let's see. Arahiko says Shiki's nastier than usual. Uh, I guess that it's it's the far side. <laughs> We gotta get nastier, I guess. And uh, Yumizuka has sort of just, like, melted away until the uh, conversation about the freakish serial killings comes back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Arihiko says the thing about the victims having cr- cross-shaped throat slashes. No, no, this time he says that uh, the pieces are cut up and arranged into patterns, which is also a lie. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, Shiki doesn't say that it's weird that Yumizuka interjects, so I guess... I always thought it was like Yumizuka had some kind of obsession with the serial killer because mm-hmm. of him saying it was weird. But I guess it's just because she interrupts because she's not already having a conversation with him. Yeah. So that's a little more innocuous than I expected. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Second period. Oh, wait. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's it for homeroom. We cut. 
it's the end of second period, and the homeroom slash math teacher tells Shiki to go finish his paperwork. Apparently he missed something, and he has to go visit the office, yeah? Mm-hmm. He runs to the office because he doesn't have a lot of time, and who does he almost ram into? So, yeah, I wrote down, he literally runs into uh, CL. Uh, it we turns out that he actually ran into the the wall, avoiding running into CL. <laughs> Why do I feel like she grabbed his shoulders and, like, redirected him into the wall without him noticing? I I think Shiki is aware enough to have seen her at the last moment and uh-huh. run into the wall himself, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her. Or he just ran into her perfectly toned iron body and bounced off. <laughs> and she, well, she fell down, up. too. Did she? Yeah, she falls on her ass. Okay, okay. I'm so, assuming I she must have fallen on her ass as a, like, look at how cute I am. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so not meeting CL is impossible. She meets you no matter what you want. Uh-huh. But this sure is... So this is the point where, um... I can't tell if it's more clear or, again, like, I was just looking for it, but, um... She's super obvious about uh, adding herself to Shiki's memory. Yes, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, this whole interaction, it's basically the same thing. Most of the text is the same, but there's something about the framing that makes it feel way more forced. Like, yeah. him stopping to see her and her working her way into his memories works really well. It's smooth. You don't really notice. Here, there's something weird about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think she like pauses like, him for so long and like drags out the conversation for no reason, and and she like follows him around. She's so interested in him, even though he hasn't done anything for her. You know, mm-hmm. we do get the incredible line: "You shouldn't be running down hallways." You know, there are people like me spaced out while looking down at the courtyard. <laughs> it's very funny. I love CL. She's great. So. Uh, they introduce each o- themselves to each other, or he he remembers her name. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, there is a thing where he realizes he introduces himself, but she then refers to him by his first name, which he He's never like, gave. Wait, I never gave that. Uh huh. Uh, let's see. We and know why he that says, happens. Yeah, <laughs> he says that if she turns out to have been hurt in this exchange, she can come to the cl- to his classroom at lunch and he'll take responsibility for hurting her, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we don't get any more information about the paperwork. It's just an excuse for him to meet CL. Yeah. Lunchtime. Choice two. Where do we eat lunch? Hallway. Go to hallway to think about it. Go to the cafeteria or eat in class. I think I did hallway first. I did class this time, which um is different. So hallway is just like literally one line before cafeteria. Yeah. Because he's like, he's, he goes out to the hallway, is like thinking about where to go. And he's like, well, if I'm, if I have time to think, then I should just go to the cafeteria with Arahiko. That's interesting because um, if you meet CL the first time in the, in the courtyard, then hallway turns into her dragging you off on a little adventure, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, and eating in the classroom on that path just does one line and then you go to the cafeteria. But now, all of a sudden, Shiki brought lunch and is yeah. eating in the classroom. Um, you gotta so, love choices that change the past. <laughs> it's so funny. 
Yeah. Um, let's see. Gets to the cafeteria, all the seats are full, except for a table with Arahiko, which is very funny that it's like, oh, literally every seat is taken except for all three of the other ones at Arahiko's table. Arahiko is so likable. What the fuck is wrong with people? I know he dresses perfectly he, normal he, but... he looks like a punk is the thing yeah a bit but he's so I mean, nice like, he is the staple anime character who looks like a punk but has a heart of gold uh-huh which and is good it's most a good people one. just go by appearances mm-hmm. the thing is he's <clears throat> not even that wild looking he like as opposed to everyone else in uniforms and like not dyed hair he's he's pretty out there what does the boy's uniform look like at this school Ben. Is it the sex uh, pajamas? Yeah. It's He's, Shiki's pajamas. He looks a lot better than that, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's certainly, like, out there in comparison with the pajamas. I'd say that they're out there compared to him. Okay, okay. Did I say CL is there, too? Yeah, CL shows up. Let's see. Arihiko says that Shiki isn't the type of person who would run into someone in the hall. Uh, the implication there, I think, was that, like, oh, Ciel was, like, standing there, kind of looking absent-minded, but intentionally got in his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds like her. And then Ciel panics, uh, when she's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're moving? Are you, are you changing schools? <laughs> um, I wrote down, presumably, uh, yeah, she panics, uh, presumably because she'd need to convince a bunch more people that she should be there. <laughs> Just, just go to whatever school he's at, yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird, Shiki. I'm also transferring there. <laughs> I didn't write down anything else. I think it's it's that's the that's the the gist of the conversation there in the cafeteria. Yeah. Well, if you eat in class, uh, let's see. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shiki has actually brought lunch this time. His lunch is bread and milk. <laughs> that's not. That's, that's a not very Shiki lunch. Uh, let's see. Arihiko hangs out and he uh, says that he's that Shiki's not got much of an appetite, which is pretty usual for Shiki. Shiki doesn't eat much. Mm-hmm. Arihiko comments that there's a CL-shaped hole in their dynamic right now. Um, he, yeah, there's a lot of Arihiko being vaguely or incredibly clearly misogynistic. He calls... He says... Shiki says, if you want to hang out with girls, there's a group of girls over there. And Arihiko calls a group of girls poisonous and how he wants to get one alone. And Shiki, Shiki has to call him out for being gross, which is wild. Yeah. Yep. Uh Um. Uh-huh. See, he he mentions having met someone, which is CL. But (gasps) in this version, he's trying. He talks about he says that she's truly beautiful and all girls pale in comparison. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I I wrote down. Arikiko says that Ciel is a truly beautiful blossom, and she's the reason he's more critical of other girls. <laughs> uh huh. Which sure is a thing that he said. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, but despite Arikiko's attempts to keep her her identity quiet, Ciel shows up anyway. She will not leave us alone. <laughs> Ciel in this route is like Arkweed in Ciel's route. Uh huh. She just, she's just there the whole time. Uh Uh-huh. With a boxed lunch in hand, there's no way I could mistake her. Um, yeah. I I know that that's probably uh, Uh a translation thing where, like, those two are are 
kind of technically separate sentences or like uh -huh. there could be a semicolon between the it's just very funny to imagine like ah yes a box lunch in hand that's cl oh yeah yeah she's inserted memories of her bringing box lunches every day into his brain mm -hmm. large ones specifically i feel like it's not commented on in this route but in cl's route it's absolutely commented on that she has like very large box lunches good for her hungry cl theory lives Mm-hmm. So uh CL starts asking them qu the same questions that she does usually. Um we get a little bit of more tiny bit of more Artahiko information. Apparently his he lives with his sister alone in their house because our parents left us in charge of the house. And mm -hmm. I wonder are they dead or are they anime dead, which means they're overseas. They're overseas. Could be either. Could be either. I'm guessing overseas. Uh, Shiki just lets them chat for a little while. Adahiko fusses over his health. Uh, CL bugs out about the move information. And mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, he says something about Adahiko mentions that Shiki avoids the Adima's house on summer on school vacations because he feels like he's a burden to them. And then Shiki notices that Yumizuka is lurking like a motherfucker. <laughs> Yumizuka's uh, very cute. Because she's like, clearly wants to say something, but just kind of like looks like Shiki's like, oh, do you want to talk? And she just kind of like looks at Arahiko and CL and Shiki's like, oh, oh, uh -huh. okay, I guess. Yeah, she wants to talk in the hallway because she's clearly scared of Arahiko <laughs> slash disdainful. Yeah, and she doesn't want the competition from CL. And we get an interesting <laughs> question from Yumizuka. What's the question, Fen? She wants to know if he's been wandering around in the business district at night. He's like, um, in his head, he's like, no, I, what? And then he's like, when? And she's like, after midnight. He's like, definitely not me. So she, she specifically says, from what I've heard past midnight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which is interesting, because it's like, oh, okay, you're, Who's you are asking about? about rumors, not an actual experience that you've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's talking about... Who's spreading stories about Shiki wandering around the business, business district at night? I guess I mean, he's like, this, probably the spooky kid in the class, right? Yeah. He's quiet the, glasses. Yeah, quiet glasses. Uh, sometimes goes home because he's sick. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd, you'd take notice of that dude. Mm -hmm. Well, and again, we know that Yumizuka has a crush on him so like presumably all of her girlfriends know that mm. and so like if one of them was say out late at night and was like oh is that shiki i should tell Z yumizuka about that god we i wish we got yumizuka and her girlfriend's content oh yes so fan this next fact completely blows my mind me too shiki says <laughs> That the Adimas have a seven o'clock curfew too. Uh -huh. and they'll lock him out too if he doesn't show up in time. So why is he so upset about Akiha's seven o'clock curfew? I have literally no idea. I like I was like, what the fuck? He he has hmm, he has literally the same curfew, and he gets to the mansion and he's like, uh, I, I want used to freedom. be so free. <laughs> 
Uh, Yumizuka makes a joke about how since the Arimes are the head of a style of tea ceremony, they must be strict. Shuki does say that they're mostly teasing him, so I guess they'll probably let him back into the house yeah. if he knocks, right? Yes. Um, uh, I was like, wait, one sec, how much does Yumizuka know about Shiki? How a weird far does this crush go? She just starts... It's so funny because she literally can't stop herself from se- like being like, I'm your biggest fan and I know all your stats from your <laughs> baseball card. Uh-huh. Um, um, so it turns out that they went to the same high, uh, middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to the same middle school. Uh, <laughs> I said that she's the childhood friend love interest, a.k.a. even more boring than CL. Come get me, you Mizuka stands. I ain't afraid. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, jeez. So, he starts to ask her more clarifying questions, and she says, it's okay as long as it's not you talking about the business district thing, and then walks away. And mm-hmm. he's a little thrown by this whole conversation and wanders off back to Arahiko and CL. Uh, Arahiko has a, has a high point right here where uh, he's like, yeah, you know, we did go to middle school with her, and it's really a shame that you're so dense. <laughs> yeah, he thought that Shiki was just ignoring her. Yeah. Oh, Shiki's just just has a is a pile of bricks when it comes to realizing people have a crush on him, including Arahiko. Arahiko <laughs> calls she uh calls Yumizuka persistent or maybe eccentric, and she says that she's had to suffer a lot. Uh-huh. Which is interesting. And then Ciel is like, "Shiki is Yumizuka your girlfriend?" <laughs> It's a bit of a leap, considering that Arihiko just yelled at him for not even recognizing her. Uh, CL loves pairing up... Okay, uh, yeah, I literally did write down. CL just loves to ship Shiki with various other people. Loves it. Uh, I wrote Arihiko Shiki Yumizuka triad ending. Hmm. <laughs> She's I... too scared of him, is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. Seal tells him to pay more attention to his girlfriend. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, she does her, like, praise me more face uh, as she fantasizes about them. Uh-huh. It's it's such a good sprite, Ben. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, let's see. Arihiko warns Shiki not to go down the non-existent Yumizuka route, saying that she's too focused and shy for a ditz like him, and that she's dangerous, which is an interesting thing to say. Shiki, yeah. who just didn't even know she existed until just now, is pretty baffled by this whole exchange. Uh-huh. Yumizuka. It's fascinating. Uh-huh. He's also, like... It, he's having the exact same reaction that we are after spending two roots not knowing who she is. Uh-huh. Class is over. Hell yeah. Shiki's on his way home. He's pondering his past, his wound, his eyes, and we get choice three. Do we go to the mansion, or do we stall a little longer? Stalling is a CL thing, so I just went to the mansion. Mm-hmm. You get different, you get slightly different scenes if you go home having lunch in class or having lunch in the cafeteria. Oh, okay. Um, is cafeteria just the regular scene? And 
eating lunch Let's in class see. gives you Yumizuka? Um, no, it's just like, right, yeah, they're basically the same scene. The only difference is that someone mentions CL teasing him about being Yumizuka's boyfriend and mm-hmm. a mention of Arahiko's comment about how he shouldn't, like, pursue Yumizuka because... Mm-hmm. She's shy, shy and single-minded, not compatible at all with someone absent-minded like you. Mm-hmm. So, on his way home, in the by the residential district, Yumizuka catches up to him. Mm-hmm. She also has a cute blushing sprite. She does. Uh, he's a little aw- awkward now for a different reason, because of CL's teasing. He's all of a sudden like, wait, yeah, she is a girl is the thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, she's like, why are you here? Your house is in the other direction. Another fact drop. <laughs> and yeah. he says that he's going to live at the mansion, and she blushes and smiles. She's cute. She calls she- him a prince on top of a hill. Uh-huh. She gets really flustered when he's like, oh, we're going the same direction. We should walk together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. Let's see. Yeah, I called her a puppy. She's very puppy dog. Uh-huh. Uh, I I was like, how was she not at all part of the first two routes? She's mm-hmm. so excited at the she's so excited at the thought of getting to walk to school with him. Like, not even yeah, which I guess I I understand. Spending mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. with your crush is fun, but uh-huh. just fascinating how fascinating how in love she was with him to not show up at all in the first two routes. Yeah, we spent even more time with CL somehow. Hmm. Who wards her off. It and sure then she is. disappears. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I so I think it's it happens later if you ate lunch in the cafeteria, but it's like, oh, finally Shiki realizes that she's cute. Uh-huh. He says that she's a little bit boring, but likable. And he also says that she doesn't feel dangerous in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Uh so he doesn't really get what Arihiko was saying. Uh I wrote down, wonder what her dark secret is. Hmm. I think I think Ariko was just talking about like she's popular. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Probably. Very prescient though. Uh <laughs> Yeah. She's super jazzed that they're gonna take the same path from now on. And uh we get a CG of oh, her looking it's pensive. Gorgeous. It's a great a great CG. She's got like a sad smile, the sun sets behind her, and uh-huh. she asks if he remembers what happened during the winter vacation of our second year of middle school. Uh, I wrote down, I, either he stabbed her or they kissed. I wonder which. <laughs> or she stabbed him. Has Shiki ever remen- remembered anything that someone asks him about? <laughs> no, for good reason. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, but this is... this. So, yeah, from previous routes, we know that his memory has been wiped since before he was eight. His memory is full like, of holes. This was two years ago. <laughs> I know, but like he's bar- he's portrayed as someone who barely remembers his like anything beyond this week. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is extremely absent-minded. He's a person without history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and he like, actively resists creating a history. Yeah, yeah. I think it does stem from him being fucking brain wiped as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So he says that he spent that time. Uh, during that winter vacation, he applied for extra lessons at school so he could minimize the amount of time he spent imposing on the Arimas, and he really fucking let Keiko do all the cooking and cleaning and laundry for him, 
and then whined about imposing and then avoided them, huh? Yep. Just well, do chores, dude. <laughs> I feel like the implication there is, like, he wasn't going to do chores either way. <laughs> I know. Uh, maybe she wouldn't let him help with the chores. I don't know. They seem like a conservative family, and he's a boy. Mm-hmm. Yumizuka's disappointed that Shiki doesn't remember. And she just goes into this, like, story about the two sports sheds at the middle school. And he's what like, a, oh, yeah. What a good way to start a story. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, some students got trapped in one of them when a door broke, so they stopped using one. Mm-hmm. And then the sad music that plays when people die starts up. <laughs> it rules, Ben. <laughs> like, I just love, like, that sad piano track rules. Mm-hmm. Is it the one that we use for Between Days? I think we used the the intro to that track for the Between Days music. Maybe, but, maybe we um, do. I think it's. I think you're right. Yeah, we just get like a very like melancholy like ah yes, here's what happened two years ago. Uh-huh. Um, it was a very cold day right after New Year's. He was getting. He was done with his extra lessons. He was heading home. He was stalling, which he he does, and he hears banging from the old shed. Very, very cold outside. Uh-huh. Turns out the badminton club has been trapped in there for hours, and they are begging him to get a teacher. Um, all the teachers are long gone, and he's like, it's going to take a while for them to get there, even if I call them. And they're complaining and, like, freaked out, and he hears them crying and all this stuff, and he can't bear to leave them in there for an hour in their gym clothes, so he... Decides that it's time. He takes off his glasses and he cuts the door open with his mystic eyes of death perception. Which is a big deal for him. Uh-huh. Um. Mm-hmm. Um. Seems like they didn't really notice how weird it is that he destroyed that door. Uh, and they make him promise not to tell anyone as it could get the club in trouble since the door is destroyed. Uh-huh. Well, didn't he just break the lock? Or did he... Did he break the lock? No, oh, right. Totally he, short. like, took it off the hinges or something. Yeah, I think so. I think the door breaks. I guess he didn't, um, like, fucking slice it into 17 exact perfect pieces, but... No, but I think, I think if I remember correctly, it was like, oh, I just broke the hinges um, mm-hmm. in a way that it wouldn't look incredibly weird for the door to just suddenly cease to exist. <sighs> he must have had a fruit knife on hand. Something like that. I mean, he uses his finger at some point, right? He can't... There's a really gross description in the prologue bit where he, like, sticks his fingers into the crack of the bed. And I don't know if he can cut it that way, because his fingers are so blunt, but, like, that's really gross to think about. Yeah, I don't love it. He could, like, like, pry someone apart, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, right? I I just love that he's like, well, okay, I freed everyone who was in the shed. I don't need to remember any of their faces or names, though. Uh-huh. Yumizuka was in that shed. Yeah. And she starts going on about how scared she was that day. And King of Empathy, Tonoshiki, says, jeez, oh, that's pretty rough, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, Yumizuka he's... looks at me warmly, but that only... Wait, but that... Oh, yeah. Okay. Yumizuka looks at me warmly, but that only troubles me. To me, it meant nothing, so I can't really appreciate her gratitude. And, like, 
I I don't know. Maybe just be like, yeah, cool. I did a cool thing for you. I sure. You're welcome. Jeez. <sighs> oh, um. <laughs> We get a little bit more detail of that scene. He is of him telling the teacher or, or the, the club president, I might be able to open the door if you keep it a secret. And her screaming at him and slamming the door with a bat because how, how dare he think the door could open so easy when she's been hitting it with a bat for like an hour. Uh-huh. Yeah, the whole club. Is, that's right. The whole club assumed it was the captain who knocked it off the hinges with her bat, which is uh-huh. presumably a badminton bat. <laughs> Yeah, isn't badminton rackets? Yeah. I mean, that must just be a translation thing. Um, you could call it a bat. It's just not very strong for hitting. Yeah. Uh, Yumizuka, the whole, so everyone assumed it was the captain, but Yumizuka saw Shiki standing there broody and weird and was like, oh, it was him, huh? He did that. Right, yeah. She had been crying, and he just patted her head and told her to go home and eat. Ozoni? Ozoni. Which is a type of New Year's soup. Oh, gods. Sounds great, honestly. (laughs) He's like, like, that's exactly the kind of stupid shit I would say, huh? (laughs) This is real. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, she... This moment is is the moment I wrote down. I was like, oh, cool. We're two for two on, wow, weird that this girl likes Shiki. Oh, actually, he's a genuinely nice dude and that he helped them out at some point. Shiki is a nice dude sometimes is the thing. Um, so this is what I mean by, like, for every every girl we've gotten so far, it is like, why the fuck would you choose Shiki? Oh, actually, he was, like, genuinely cared mm-hmm. For and helped you at some point in your life. <laughs> or or impressed with his killing skills. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Or or in CL's case, like you're you're hunting a vampire and then like you 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 find out who Shiki actually is and you fall in love with that. But like mm-hmm. um yeah, I think this this game does a pretty good job of not yeah, I think I said it at the top, but not just having it be like, oh, this is the protagonist, therefore everyone is going to be interested in him. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there actually is a reason that people like him. Yeah, and it stems it stems from the way that fate tends to treat women like people. Yeah. Instead of, like, yeah. collections of tropes. That, this is, uh, we come back to Nasu grew up in a house with, like, a bunch of sisters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, Yumizuka was saved by him and kind of took it to a weird place. Uh-huh. Believing that he would be able to save her anytime she needed saving. Uh, I pondered for a moment if she if she's the girl that dies when Chaos eats a random person in the park. She had disappeared before that. I though, think she disappeared right? before that, you're right. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He calls out that she's baby burden printing on him and that he's not a big deal, which is great. What a moment of clarity for Shiki. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm really not so reliable. And she's like, well, I'm going to keep believing this ridiculous thing yeah. that I believe. This is this is what I want to believe. So let me keep believing. <laughs> is... so- Sorry, Yumizuka, there's five roots in this game and you're not one of them. <laughs> <sighs> he says, what, you can what believe if, what you um... want. What if? She's like, okay, great. So you will save me then. And he's like, fine. Okay. If there's something I can do within my power... Then I will help you if you need help. He, he promises. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, Careful, Shiki, you have an enormous amount of power. 
Okay, she says that she's wanted to have this kind of conversation with him for a long time, and she looks very lonely. He's like, talk to me whenever, and she's terrified of Arihiko and intimidated by the version of him she's built up in her head. She says she can't be someone like him. Hmm. And then that's when they split up. She heads her way, he heads his, at the hill. Hey, Ben. Yeah? I love a lonely girl. Love a weird, lonely girl. She's, like, already... I wasn't, like, sold-sold, because she's not, <laughs> like... She's not unique or, like, uh-huh. whatever. I've I've seen her before in, in various things, but I was like, oh... Oh, she's great. I I missed her. I didn't uh-huh. know that she existed, but I definitely missed her on the on the other routes retroactively. Yeah, it's it's fascinating cuz like I'm I was this whole time like what's her trauma? What's her traumatic backstory? Mm-hmm. And we're not we can't really talk about what her deal is, but she doesn't have one. <laughs> that yeah. was her traumatic backstory. She's just a normal uh high school student. Uh-huh. I knew something had to happen though because this is Tsukihime. Uh huh. Anyway. I I was convinced that people asking for a Yumizuka route, uh, that it was going to be a light side route or near uh-huh. side route. Nope. <laughs> nope. Definitely far side. Oh yeah. So he starts thinking. He's walking home the rest of the way alone. He thinks about his family, the Tonos, and we get choice four: think about Akiha or think about the cheerful girl. Uh, next time. Next time to we're gonna think, think about, about cheerful that cheerful girl. girl. This time it's Akiha. This time we gotta think about Akiha. Have, being forced to think about Akiha is a, a, gonna be a reoccurring problem for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. So, yeah, he thinks about her trying to visit and them never really matching up. Them losing contact when we went to boarding school. We get her forced to match Ash Ketchum CG. Uh, <laughs> She really does. I look forgot like that. that that's how you thought about that. It absolutely looks like Ash Ketchum in a dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to the mansion. We are greeted by everyone's favorite TV owner, Kohaku. <laughs> uh, the girl's mannerisms are like that, those of a mother scolding her child. Kohaku is mommy theory. Ben. <laughs> what? I mean- I probably wrote down in these notes at least one place Kohaku is mommy. Um, but you don't have to say it. <laughs> We're not on her route yet. You don't have to curse me with thinking about Kohaku as mommy. It's a theory, Fen. I have to state my theory so they can be tested rigorously. <laughs> mm. And then I, I can this, ignore this the evidence. A little, this one's a little less of a theory because we've already seen Gohaku being extremely mom like mm-hmm. throughout the previous two routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He's brought before Akiha. She's so mean to him. <laughs> She's yep. I I reread this bit and Shiki's like, "Oh, you've changed a lot." And Akiha's like, "You, on the other hand, have not changed much at all." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, "You've really grown up," and she's like, "You're still a fucking child." <laughs> God, what a it, what a good scene. It's so funny that no one told him that Makihisa died. Uh-huh. <laughs> no one told him. He just got a letter saying, come home. Uh, let's see. She tells him, orders him to behave himself. He says, yeah, sure, no. Uh, we get the introduction to Hisui. She brings him to his room, which we actually, we know is actually Shiki's room. Uppercase mm-hmm. Shiki. 
I wonder where I I wrote at this point that I wondered where his real room was. Is it on the first floor where the servants are noted to be? Hmm. Uh, Wonder. And Fen, I noticed something again when he was going over his scant belongings. He comments on a white ribbon with an unidentified owner. Yeah. This has always been there. It's there every time. And who the fuck owns that ribbon? I I wrote it down like. Is this brought up before he leaves the Arimas? Because, like, I didn't reread that part. I just kind of skipped through that. No. I it, I guess we have two routes left for it to be addressed in, but... It's gotta be one of the maids, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I would have thought... I would have thought Akiha, because she has a white headband. Huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guess... Yeah, it must be one of the maids. Must be. They have lots of ribbons, so... And or, this is a line that is just gotten completely forgotten. Possible. Which would be very funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. this That's the risk of really, really reading into every fucking line like we do. I don't... I don't think it is. Because, like, that's... It's so that's, conspicuous. It's so conspicuous. Uh... Let's see. He asks about a TV. <laughs> he asks Hisui if there's a TV around. We get some the background information. Kaku's got TV. Uh, they go to dinner. Him lamenting. Him talking about how thrilling the tension of him not remembering table etiquette and Akiha raising her eyebrow every move <laughs> is so funny. It's hilarious. Him calling it thrilling is it really makes it. Uh-huh. And, then, and then he's like, but then I remember that this is every day for the rest of my life, and I got sad. <laughs> <sighs> we get choice five. It's after dinner. Should he go talk to Akiha, hang out in his room with Hisui as she does the uh, changing the sheets, or go watch Kohaku's TV? <laughs> then we should hang out with Akiha. This is I've- Akiha's route. I've always picked Stay Put, so I still don't know what's going on what, with Kohaku's TV. Yeah, but, uh, well, because we're not on Kohaku's route yet. I'm I'm savoring Kohaku's TV for when we're finally on her route. I hope it's as good as I want it to be. I want to watch TV with Kohaku. Oh, Ben, that and sounds him, him notice her, like, shelves of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go to talk to Akiha. One day, Kohaku's TV will be together. Yes. Akiha is doing what she literally always is doing, which is lounging in the sitting room, uh, having tea. The maids are off doing maid things, and Akiha is excited to see him and asks if he also likes a cup of tea after meals. Mm-hmm. And he uh, slaps that like excitement down and says no. Uh, I mostly just came to talk to you. And she's like, a fine, Sid. She just wants a ritual with him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I... she's like, will you have some tea, though? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll have any, but doesn't tell her what kind of tea he likes because it's too selfish? Yeah, it's... He's such somebody, a dipshit. Somebody asks him, is tea okay for you? And he's he responds with, I actually prefer Japanese tea, which is just a funny translation thing mm-hmm. of, like... Um, yeah, Japanese tea is tea. Uh-huh. Um, I get what they're saying, which is like, oh, I want, like, green tea versus yeah, yeah, yeah. black tea, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, he sips the tea and starts panicking because it's Akiha. Akiha's here. Uh-huh. 
And he's well, like, it's been so long, I, she feels like an unfamiliar person, not my sister. Yeah, uh... Another the atmosphere reoccurring is not, thing of this room. The atmosphere is not so much that of a younger sister, but more like that of an unfamiliar young lady. Uh-huh. Yep. It's the Akiha root, folks. And uh, he's like, so uh, here, how, how have your last eight years been? And she's like, well, our our dad was shitty to me. What have you been up to? <laughs> and uh, we, I'm so mad at Shiki for this. She's written him a bunch of letters over the year, and he never even tried to write her one. Uh-huh. She, is it here? She admits that, like, oh, I wouldn't have got them, gotten them even if you did. I think she does but- later. But still, he never even tries. He gives it up so easy that he never even tried. You bastard. Uh-huh. Oh, God. And his excuse is, oh, I was trying to forget the, the Tono family because I thought I was never coming back, so I just ignored you forever and never even tried. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, yeah, no, she does say it here. Uh, Makihisa probably wouldn't have let her see the replies, but still, Shiki, come on. Yeah, Shiki, Shiki could have lied and said, but I did. Or he could um, have tried. Instead, he just completely folds and he's like, yeah, I sure didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. She asks how he feels to be back and she says the mansion has barely changed aside from some minor restoration work. And he's like, I feel like I'm in someone else's house. I remember the lobby, the sitting room, not the upstairs, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down, I was like, why... Why not just have put him in his old room? Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't... That would have been more familiar to him, right? Well, he's Shiki. He belongs in his room. I... Yeah, you know what I mean. Like He's like, Tono Shiki. Yeah, but they could have said, hey, this was Shiki's room. Or, like, this was your room. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, We get clarity on that later on. It's not addressed for... Uh, it's not addressed, it's not gonna be addressed in this episode, is really what I'm uh-huh. trying to say. Uh, yeah, Akiha is playing cool, and she's like, well, eight years is a long time, it's not a surprise you don't remember everything. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, uh, be go easy on me about my poor manners while I adjust, and she says, oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be more lenient than this. Uh, should we get some more information about the Adimas? Keiko is from, is the one who's from a a Tono branch branch family. They aren't as strict, so Shiki was spoiled, which is very funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, I commented on this, like, reoccurring bit in Type Moon stuff that, like, rich people actually have it so much more difficult than poorer people, and poor people are spoiled and lazy. I don't, I don't know that the... The, uh, they're free is what they are poorer people are fr- are freer than richer people yeah I think the Aryamas still fall into uh, they have a nice house they have a tea ceremony school they're still I, rich yeah. but this is like this is like a reoccurring fate bit yeah mm-hmm. is it the, bur- the burden of the, the rich because the rich are all mages you know what I mean yeah and they're all I mean, burdened like- with extreme stress and trauma yeah. Which is fair. It's not just because of their money, but... I think it... Well, like, Waver is... Is, um... Yeah. You're right that they supplant, um... Like, wealth for... Uh... Mm-hmm. Like, magical... Ability. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it just especially stands out to me here because of this framing of Shiki wasn't part of the richer family, so he was free and happy yeah. and spoiled and lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like this is like, I don't think it's as prominent in later stuff, but uh, here, especially when it's not, there isn't a specific structure of every rich family's mages. It yeah. feels a little bit more like class than magic. Yeah. Wealth class rather than magical class. Uh-huh. So, let's see. He says that he never thought he was coming back. And she's like, you never wanted to come back. And he's like, well, I couldn't leave you here all alone. I came back just pretty much to make sure you were okay. And she tries to play, play it cool, but she's deeply moved. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he notices because he's thick as a brick, I don't know. Uh, he says that he was clearly worried about nothing. She's grown up strong from the timid girl he remembers. And she's back to being like, yes, that's right. I am strong and independent. Uh, yeah. Him him saying, hey, I came back for you. Her <laughs> trying to say thank you. And then him saying, but I shouldn't have bothered. Uh, sure is Shiki in a nutshell. <laughs> that's our boy. Just completely incapable of taking any and all compliments. Or, mm-hmm. or gratitude. Um, she asks what life was like with the Audimas. He's like, it was fine. I fit in more. And she's like, I meant more about your health. I don't really care about the Audimas. <laughs> and he's like, I'm all better. I only collapse once a month now. And he, he thumps his scar for emphasis, which I'm sure gives her a fucking heart attack. I was unsure if this was, uh, like once a month like clockwork or like on average once a month <laughs> i think it's on average i think he can't predict it yeah i i when i read it i was like oh i wonder what the chances are of that time being around the full moon but coming <laughs> back to it it's like oh you you probably meant like on average once a month not mm-hmm. every month uh something happens and suddenly i collapse uh-huh She's wor- she asks about his eyesight. He's wearing glasses, and he says, this is great. He's like, my eyes have gone a little strange, <laughs> but my eyesight is fine. And she's like, okay, that's a weird thing to say. I was kind of surprised to see it, but I played it cool because I wanted to make a good new first impression. Mm-hmm. She doesn't press him for more information on what strange means, which is very funny. Yeah, I think uh, a, a lot of this scene, aside from... Despite how it began with Shiki being like, oh, she pretty lady now. <laughs> she pretty lady. It feels like, oh, yeah, they're just siblings, like, getting to know one another after eight mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Um, which <sighs> A Kiha great. friendship route. <laughs> oh, Ben. Say it ain't so. So, uh, they're interrupted by Kohaku. This this bit is very funny. Oh, I love, I this love Kohaku rules. so Kohaku's much. Kohaku's so great. I, I cannot wait for her route. Kohaku's prepared the bath. Akiha says she'll be there soon. And uh, Kohaku says, you should hang out with Shiki longer because Shiki might run away, but the bath won't. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they both leave together uh, because Akiha insists that she's done talking to Shiki. Shiki finishes his tea and he heads for his room. And then he fucking wonders out loud if the two of them are taking a bath together because they headed off together. Is he? I thought that he was just thinking that. Um, no, he says it out loud. I checked. There's quotes. Okay. 
Because um, I wrote down, I wrote down Akiha taking a bath with Kohaku eyes emoji, <laughs> and then literally the next note is Akiha comes back while Shiki's thinking about it, and I was uh-huh. like, "Lol." Game <laughs> she... was like, "No." She says, "You are free to imagine whatever you wish," with a judgy look. Uh huh. <laughs> but, then... but Ben, well, don't force Hisui to do stupid things. Unlike Kohaku, she doesn't really get jokes. <laughs> CPU can't process humor. <laughs> um, I yeah, yeah. don't ask to take a bath with Hisui because she absolutely will say yes. Yes, of course. It's Hisui. I would take a bath with Hisui. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, who? Okay, who do you least want to take a bath with? Sorry for the digression. I'm just curious. Um, of the the girls from let's say let's say Tsukihime. everyone that we've seen so far. Who do I least want to take a bath with? Yeah. Probably Chaos. <laughs> I would rather take a bath with Chaos than Uppercase Shiki. Oh, yeah, that's... Nope, yep, you're right. That's the one. <laughs> At least you can pet the dog. Yeah! Oh, Ben. How long do you think Chaos has to bathe? Does he have to, does he have to wash each and every one of his 666... He friends? just sort of like froths in the water. Um, okay, of the of the girls, of the five of the five girls, who's the one that you least want to take a bath with? It's probably a key hostel. Yeah, yeah. This I will show my hand a little this route makes a strong case for her, but uh-huh. I think it's probably still I have mixed feelings on how they've handled the romance with the sister thing because they do a really good job later on of justifying why it's not that and then they continue to double back anyway it's yeah it feels like a romance that somebody sat down and was like well people are gonna want a romance with the sister so we mm-hmm. need to write that, but we're not comfortable doing that. So we're going to make it, we're going to, yeah, we're going to make it as far from that as possible, except for the part where Akiha calls Shiki Nissan. During sex. Yeah. We're going to get to that sex scene. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Not this episode, thankfully. No, but we, we yeah. are blessedly free of sex scenes for probably most of this. Yeah, and we we have like yeah, this route is blessedly almost almost entirely free of uh, sexual assault too. <laughs> uh huh. Except for like one line. No one CGs. No CGs. Yeah, it's that that's the best part. Uh-huh. IMO. Um. So yeah. Uh, oh, the route. Oh, <laughs> it could be worse. Uh, but it's not perfect. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Uh, before we get to a woo, there's a couple other things. Oh, right. He tell uh, he hears from Akiha that the large bathroom is closed now because it would be too much for the maids to clean. And he's like, "What large bathroom? There's apparently a bath in the courtyard." And then she like says something about the a detached building that's built in the Japanese style, unlike the Western style mansion proper. Um, yeah. She brings this up just to be mysterious, and then yeah. he has his own bathroom off the lobby anyway. So she goes to take her bath with Kohaku. He goes to take his own bath and go to bed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I did write down here that there's just so many like cute flirty details thrown around this route that are going to hit like sandpaper a little bit because of the sister thing. Yeah, yeah, which is like, as we know, they're not actually siblings, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I don't know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if you ignore we'll talk the about sister it more later, what? We'll talk about it more later. Yeah, it's just, yeah. especially in the early parts of the route, before they do the work of justifying why they don't see each other as family, even though every other route they talk about how they're family all the time. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit sandpaper to me. Yeah. I'm I'm probably too good at compartmentalizing the premise for whatever I'm... Or not dismissing, but setting aside the premise for whatever I'm reading and, like, enjoying the thing on its own merits. Um, Here's the thing about this root fan. I think you're higher on it than me. Maybe? Probably because of that. Because, like, if I had actually read this as... Like, I went in knowing that they're not actually siblings. And, and in fact, spent very little time together. Mm Mm-hmm. Um before she was carted off to to wherever the hell. So, I yeah, I feel like I ended up being like, oh yeah, this route was like fine because mm-hmm. because yeah, because aside from uh Akiha using Nissan, it it very rarely feels like, oh, these two are definitely siblings mm-hmm. as opposed to like their friends. Sure. <sighs> There's just some stuff but... later, Fen. I feel like they do a really good job and then they turn back on it a little bit. I yeah. I we'll, and we'll talk. I probably missed some things that make it worse. And or again, like I don't know. I've Yeah. It's not again I don't, I'm not saying, ah, yes, this is a great route with zero Mm -hmm. issues. It's more that, like... Oh, yeah. I think I was able to enjoy it, not on its own merits, uh, feels wrong, but, like, Mm -hmm. enjoy it and also the entire time kind of ignore that they're Mm -hmm. they're siblings. I ended up really high on it and then crashed at the end, is where I'm at. Huh. Okay. We'll, We'll talk about that, though. Okay, so... Uh, he, he sweet interrupts in the bedroom to, like, give some of the backstory stuff, and I wrote that if both Kohaku and Hisui are human, I'll eat my hat. There's no way both of them are human. One of them might be. I don't know. They're both- they must be both human, though. There's no way. My would... guess is homunculus. My guess is that uh, Hisui is a homunculus. Hmm. I yeah, I guess you might be right. There's no way that both the girls at the end of this game are the only humans in this game, the only normal humans. Well, okay. See, yeah. normal. If human, you said but... normal humans, then sure. I doubt I doubt that they're both normal humans. I would say that they're probably both mostly human. I bet one of them's not even human at all. Like a, or a homunculus. I, anyway, this will be very funny in the uh one route. Yeah, we'll we'll come to back to this in our next route. Mm-hmm. But awoo, chaos is howling in the distance. Uh, and proof that we have correctly ended up on the far side. We get a choice. 
Do we mm-hmm. go outside to see what the Wolf Wolf Panic is all about? <laughs> or do we go back to sleep? Uh, let's go out. Well, oh, wait, sorry. No, <laughs> we don't go outside. No outside. Let's just pull the blankets up. Try to not listen. Mm-hmm. That should probably end up fine. Yeah, presumably if you pick go outside, it just completely derails you from the far side instantly. Yes. Uh, so, you know what? This Arc- is, well, Arcade so- can handle chaos on her own. In fact, this is literally the choice between near side and far side route. Yeah, uh-huh. Arcade can handle chaos. It's fine. He's not that tough. Yep. Uh, Shiki grumps about the noise. I mean, He's... Hmm? Arcoid not getting killed will have no issues with chaos whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be like very a very funny fight that I wish we could see. Yeah. Um. I guess we don't know a hundred percent at this point that she doesn't get murked, right? No, but like not diegetically. She was, she was kind of holding her own with like a fraction of her power. Uh-huh. She's 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 going to be fine. Arcuid is the strongest thing that exists. <laughs> yeah. She literally draws her power from the world, Ben. Uh-huh. I don't think that she's going to have a problem with even 666 boys. No. So He's grumpy, he thinks about the day, uh, he wakes up to some footsteps a few hours later, around two o'clock. Mm-hmm. There's no dogs anymore, but there's something in the lobby, and he's like, it's a burglar. This is, yeah, and this is my least favorite mode of Type Moon protagonist, where he's like, mm, gotta go protect Tisui and Akiha and, and Kohaku, because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. girls, and they wouldn't be able to stand up to a burglar. Yeah, you would think that the maids would have some kind of contingency for dealing with intruders, right? Yeah, and also, like, your sister, they've been living here for a long time alone. Like, uh-huh. you don't, yeah, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, I'm just... No, you're right. The something eerie is happening music, like, kicks up. Uh, and he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go check it out. And he goes out to the second floor balcony. And what does he see? Uh, he sees a Kiha just kind of wandering around. Yeah, we see a flicker of her sprite as the text scrolls, which is cool. Yeah. There's a lot more, like, right. text playfulness in this route, even and than in the CL route. Yeah. It's a, it's a sprite that is, like, she looks not alive. She looks very dazed. Yeah, yeah. She mm-hmm. or yeah, she may very well be alive. She is not aware of what is happening. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It looks like. Although they do use that sprite other they use that sprite for both she is not entirely there and also like mm-hmm. she's kind of like looking quizzically. Mm-hmm. Um It's like almost a blushing sprite, but it's like her eyes are slightly hollow. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing behind those eyes is the thing. Uh-huh. Really. Um, I immediately so was like, oh, this root's pick- already picking up, I'm I'm here for this. Yeah, this was also like, oh, we're, we're entirely on, like, we, we got an introduction to Yumizuka, that's cool, I don't know where the she's going yet, but this was like a, right, okay, cool, we're on the, we're on this route now. We're no longer, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're no longer in, like, shared stuff. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. things are happening. Uh, also, extremely funny, because Shiki's like, oh, it's a key, huh? I'm gonna go back to sleep. Yeah, she, like, 
sways drunkenly across the lobby and starts heading for Kohaku's room or Makihisa's room is apparently downstairs by there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, oh, she's probably just going to visit Kohaku. <laughs> my question, yeah. my question at this point was, is she drinking Kohaku's blood a- a- in the night every night? This is important to me. No, Ben, she just woke up horny. <laughs> After that bath. <laughs> Uh-huh. Shiki goes back to his room trying very hard to go back to sleep and ignore whatever's going on. And he just keeps thinking about how hollow Akiha's eyes were and how bad those vibes were. The what? vibes were the vibes were fucking Impeccable atrocious, then. Just the worst vibes. And uh that's the end of day one. Day two. Inversion Impulse 2. October 22nd. It's a Friday, fan. It's Friday. Friday. <clears throat> mm hmm. Flat fuck Friday. Oh, I, yeah. Uh huh. Flat um, fuck Friday. Uh, so, this is the first part of what's going to be a reoccurring. The, my, my first mention in my notes of what's going to be a reoccurring bit for me of why is this not the first route? Why is what's happening with the immediate family and the, like, small personal story, why is that the back half of the game instead of the, like, wild gallivanting, like, broader universe stuff? Uh, And it's because the broader universe stuff is more exciting, but narratively this works better, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, like, one, you need to get people to play your game. Uh Uh-huh. Two, I don't think this works as well if you don't already care about the characters. I think it does a perfectly fine job of selling me on the immediate family characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I guess. I think, like, my enjoyment for a lot of the reveals this route were, oh, that's what was going on. It's just, like, I feel like these reveals are just smaller and less exciting than the reveals we got before. There's no no true ancestors come from the moon. You know what I mean? There's just, like, oh, uh, that's... That's what's going on with that. Okay. You know, I think that I really liked this route as a slower burn, more horror focused one instead of like a bombastic like adventure, Uh but that it felt underserved coming after something so loud. I guess that I might yeah, be wrong. Maybe that's fair. I don't know. I, mean, I, I know I think... different parts <clears throat> throughout the story where that made me think about this. So we'll t- we'll have this conversation a few times, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess like you're right that you're right that it, that Arcoid makes a very strong first impression, mm-hmm. and then yeah. like versus this route takes a while to get going. The thing is that I think if you're going to play one route, Arcoid's route is probably the best one to play. If you're going to play all of them, I think that these the far side should come first. I think that, yeah, I think that, like, I think it should be the tweaked, far side depends but... a lot on the framing that the near side route has already set up. I'm not, I think that it could be done with very little tweaking. You know what I mean? Because the far the near side route spends so much time explaining what true ancestors are. You don't need that. They're vampires. 
yeah, later I mean, you can reveal what true ancestors are. You know what I mean? I mean, in terms of like, oh, on day on day two, like Yumizuka disappears almost immediately and is commented mm-hmm. on. And like, we, yeah, I don't think like the near side routes play with what is the clearing so much that like, I think you, you undercut a lot of, yeah, you could definitely do it. It would just be the those are different routes at that point, I think, is my point that mm-hmm. you're you're not. Yeah, you you immediately say, hey, here's what's in this clearing. And then you never talk about it on the other two routes. This and you is, don't get the you don't get the slow buildup of like, what is in that clearing? It's just that that clearing is underwhelming. I feel like I feel really? like we got all the exciting answers already. <laughs> you and I just have very different. Uh, definitions of what's exciting then i guess this is this is going to be a thing usually we agree on everything fan but we're going to clash this route because uh I, you like it more than me that's yeah that's probably right i'm excited okay let's stop this uh, we'll we'll pick that conversation up later uh what's going on on day two um what's her name Hisui wakes wakes up shiki and love to be wake, woken up by Hisui. I would love to be woken up by Hisui. Shiki's just like, oh, pretty girl. Um, well, well, he does say pretty girl, and then he's like, mm, bummer how she never smiles, though. She should be as cheery as Kohaku. And I'm like, no, part of Hisui's charm is how reserved she is. Right? That's, like, her thing. So Fuck it's special off, when she... You have no taste. Loves. He has no taste. Uh, I will note that I had some technical difficulties at this point that I thought might be diegetic. Uh-huh. Um, the text started like skipping forward really weirdly and haphazardly, and I was huh. like, "Whoa, is there some kind of like, is it like glitching or is it, is it like in the game?" No, I just turned on skip text, like <laughs> like put ha- uh, when you click, the entire block of text shows up, mm-hmm. and I was just clicking weirdly. I had a couple of times, um, like, weird technical issues where, like, I felt like the game was running at too high of a frame rate. Mm-hmm. So, like, if going through, uh, like, I couldn't, all of my right clicks to go to save would double uh, occur. Hmm. So I couldn't save. And um, if I started looking through the log, it would, like just one press of the up arrow would go to the very top of the log oh, like wow. zoom through all the pages um see i, I just scrolled to, i never had that problem i just had to close the game and restart it and then it was fine but um anyway it's an old game weird technical mm-hmm. issues so uh right he he grumbles about her not waking up early enough which even he then admits is a, a selfish thing to grumble about uh-huh. And then heads for the sitting room and we get choice one of the day. Dream. Oh wait. Actually, does oh. he Yeah. He has a dream about like his childhood. Sorry, I skipped over that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh oh yeah, I wrote down this quote. It was a childhood spent playing like puppies. Very cute. Yeah. So okay. sitting room now we're choice one. Things. Greet Akiha, greet Kohaku, or greet both. Well, we're on a mm. I keep messing with my notes. Uh, we're on a, a Kiha's route, so we might as well greet her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's very funny, because if you greet her, she's like, hey. And if you don't greet her, she's furious, right? Uh-huh. 
Uh huh. Well, yeah the 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 scene where uh where you greet Kahaku and don't greet Akiha rules, <laughs> and we're gonna get to see it again. Um, I don't think I've ever it. done it. It's so good, Ben. Uh huh. I can't wait. Um, God. Okay, here's possibly my one of my favorite things about Akiha is when she like picks out something that he's done wrong like waking up late and then annihilates him so completely and thoroughly that he just like sits there for a minute and then moves on because he can't argue with her uh-huh <laughs> she's like oh you've woken up so late you're not gonna get to school on time i wake up at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> uh-huh. and he's like what am i supposed to do there's nothing i can say there's i am wrong here <laughs> i at least Shiki realizes when he's wrong. Uh-huh. He is yeah. very wrong here is the thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, she tells him to apply himself to his studies, and he's like, in in his head, he's like, what are you, my dad? And then she <laughs> leaves for school. Um, he does say that she looks like she looked like she used to when she was young for a second there, which I guess means not uh not putting her bitch face on. Uh-huh. Not being his dad. Uh-huh. I mean, like, a mom can also be mean and rude, but, like, mm-hmm. she is... Yeah. The the yeah. parallel is to... We never get insight into who their mom was, right? She died when Akiha was, like, two, I think. Okay, yeah. So... In an, in an accident, which I found very suspicious. Yeah. I have just been thinking about, like, we keep saying dad for Akiha, and it's mm-hmm. it's because... Yeah. It's because yeah, yeah. of of uh, that's Makihisa. her big influence. Yeah, Makihisa is one hundred percent where she's getting this from. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Hisui walks Shiki out. They're stopped by Kohaku for the knife giving scene. Uh. Her staring at the box until he finally agrees to open it is very cute. It's so good. Fruit knife count number three. The murder weapon. <laughs> Yeah. Hisui knows a lot about knives. Hisui knows a lot about knives. She, like, gushes about what a high-quality knife it is. And then fruit knife count number four. Kohaku says it again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, he's got the knife again, the fruit knife. And uh, I think that's the last fruit knife for the run. Yeah. I don't think it's... He may speedrun all fruit knives. (laughs) (laughs) It's just referred to as his knife from here on out. So Hisui sees him off, he heads to school, he runs runs along and wonders if he'll bump into Yumizuka. He doesn't. Uh, He makes it to class and the room's buzzing with an odd Mm. energy. Wait, one sec, Ben. Yeah. While he's on his way to school, it is made incredibly clear that there was a Yumizuka route planned. Because Shiki absolutely fell for her. (laughs) He's like, oh, she's not... I thought we were going to walk to school together. I'm not convinced that that's not just set up for what's to come. Hmm? I'm I'm still not convinced that that's not just set up for what's to come. I feel like, yeah, you're right. It might be, but it definitely feels like there was a Yumizuka route at some point. Yeah, yeah, I I could totally buy that. Um... Right, so he's in the class, the whole classroom is buzzing, Arihiko's being a little grim... And he says that someone in the class may have run away from home. There's a rumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shiki's like, who? And Arihiko's like, fucking, I don't know. Someone's not going to show up. <laughs> and Shiki's like, 
you're being a little insensitive. And Arihiko is like, I, it wasn't you who disappeared. I really don't care. <laughs> Otherwise, I was only worried about you. Oh, Arihiko, my love. Uh, he, <laughs> Arihiko is like, yeah, it is. A, it is a pretty bad time to run away from home. What with the serial killer who's killed yeah. eight people. Seems unsafe. Um, Arihiko, while Arihiko, while talking about the serial killer, says that the killer doesn't discriminate, which doesn't match up with what he said literally yesterday about all the victims being young girls. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, fuck, maybe he made that part up too. <laughs> we, class starts, and yeah, there's no Yumizuka. So, Yumizuka is our missing girl. Chiki is, like, real freaked out by this. He's like, I just saw her yesterday, and it did. she didn't have the vibe of someone who was about to run away from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, attendance is called, Yumizuka is marked absent, and we get choice two for the day. Do we ask about Yumizuka, or does Shiki keep his fucking mouth shut? Shiki should probably ask. Yeah, I didn't even check what was the keep right, qu- keep quiet, because I figured it would just move on. So, if you want to, yeah, we can talk about it, keep quiet first. Yeah. Uh, keep quiet is, or sit, sit silently, okay. Um, is literally just Shiki desperately trying to convince himself that she's fine, that she's just late, like... It's like, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. She's just, like, not here for some reason. It's fine. Not, it's it's gonna be fine. Uh, He's very concerned about her, which, at first I was like, well, uh, he doesn't really know her that well. Why is he so, so freaked out? And then I'm like, oh, right, he literally promised to rescue her. Yeah. <laughs> like, he literally just did that. Even Shiki can't forget that promise yet. Uh-huh. So... I just asked about Yumizuka. Shiki's like, interrupts the teacher and is like, so, uh, someone run, run away from home and the whole class, like, holds their breath. And teacher's like, yeah, Yumizuka's family says she didn't come home last night. They've been looking for her. And I'm sure she's already been found. And Shiki gets this, like, sinking feeling in the pit of his stomach. Huh, weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we get lunchtime. Shiki is weirded out that the whole class has already moved on. For a class idol, no one seems to care that Yumizuka is gone. Yeah, I I got the feeling that she is popular uh, with comparison with Shiki. <laughs> but... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, she seems like that kind of person who everyone loves and is, like, popular, but is once, she, once she's out of the room, you kind of forget about her, you mm-hmm. know? Because she doesn't have, like, deep connections to people. Mm-hmm. Arihiko's like, let's go eat lunch, buddy. And Shiki refuses. He's um, not feeling good. Uh, and- is here where... Yeah, it's before Seal shows up. Um, Arihiko tries to... I don't know if Arihiko's trying to comfort him or what, but he's like, eh, just don't care about other people's problems so much. <laughs> let's look back. Real quick, a moment of silence for the rest of the roots of this game, where <laughs> Cheeky does nothing but get involved in other people's problems, or insert himself into them. <sighs> so, Seal comes by to meet up with them for lunch. Uh, she's all upset that Arihiko isn't there, because she likes to watch <laughs> him and Shiki interact. Shiki says he's not hungry, she frets about him, and then forces him to come to the tea ceremony room. I was kind of surprised we saw the tea ceremony room this route. 
Yeah, I... This is where I was like, this is a lot of CL, this route. Yeah, have we... Have we caught even a glimpse of Arcoid yet? No. It's not Arcoid time yet, though. Wait. Arc- you don't see Arcoid until the end, uh, midpoint of day two in her route. Oh, really? Yeah, it's this, uh, in day two, he, uh, has a anemia attack and collapses and then goes home and, uh, okay. Slices right. her into ribbons. Yeah. God, I, we, mm hmm. There, uh huh. Yep. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of CL. I wasn't expecting so much CL. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. It's just certainly... It's funny, because, like, I ended up really, really high on CL during the CL route, and I might consider CL route, I think that's my favorite so far. Wild. Um, but... I When CL's, like, showing up, even though it's not her thing, I was a little... Like, oh, CL's here. When Arcweed showed up all the time in CL's route, I was like, woohoo! Cheering! Uh-huh. Just, like, pumping my fist in the air every time she's on screen. CL's probably my favorite route so far. So, tea ceremony room. Uh, it seems to calm him down a little bit. He was He's pretty torn up about Yumizuka. Um, yeah, she practically confessed well, her feelings ben. to him and then vanished. Ben, this is important later. Yeah. Being in a Japanese-style room calms Shiki down. Oh, shit. It's the it's the smell of the tatami. And he's like, okay, I can, I can relax now. I totally didn't catch that. Okay, yeah. Because, because of the Audimans. The Audimans lived in a Japanese-style house. Sure. Makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. Anyway... Uh, I wrote down CL has both food for Shiki and also questions. Uh-huh. He nibbles a little bit of bread that she gives him. Uh, he avoids mentioning Yumizuka, and they end up talking about the killer. She dumps some vampire lore on him, and then tells him not to go out to play at night. And uh, then we're off to fifth period, and he doesn't stop thinking about Yumizuka. I mean, I, I don't know that I would either. Like, mm-hmm. I just got to know someone and then suddenly they disappeared? That feels bad. I wrote down at this point that it would be perfect if this was... If this route was the Yumizuka romance route and the Akiha family forge spawned route at the same time, that'd be great for me. Uh-huh. Oh, if only. <sighs> anyway. Uh... Let's see. He starts thinking about how Yumizuka promised that they would see each other tomorrow and walk to school together or something like that. And then he gets a weird, like, flash of her soaked in blood. Uh Uh, He thinks it might be triggered just because of the red sunset as they parted. Doesn't like blood, this kid. No. I don't like seeing, like, flashes of people covered in blood either, to be frank. He starts to go faint and... Then he remembers, he, like, starts getting stuck on his promise to save her if she's in trouble. Uh, (laughs) We get a quote from him. I told you that's impossible. Whatever you think of me, I'm not Superman. (laughs) Uh, Shiki could kill Superman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just just how it works. I mean, like, he couldn't do it in a fair fight where Superman's using his full power. You know what I mean? But if he could get close enough, he could kill Superman. Is Superman a true ancestor? 
No. <laughs> so, he collapses in class. Mm-hmm. But uh, he didn't decide to go home like he does normally. He ended up sleeping it off in the uh, infirmary with uh, Adahiko patiently waiting by his side. Yep. Uh, so yeah, this is the spot where he would go and uh, meet Arcuid for the first time and cut <laughs> cut her into 17 pieces. Hey, hey, Ben. Yes? You know what? I miss her. I miss her. Let me look at her. Yeah. Let me see her face again. Specifically her face. Not the uh-huh. back of her head. Yeah. So, Arhiko wakes Shiki up. Um, they walk to the gate. <sighs> and then, as, as Shiki walks home, we get... We get our one glimpse of Arkwee this route. <laughs> The only other person on the street, a blonde-haired foreign girl. He doesn't see her face, uh, but he immediately gets that impulse, the inversion impulse. Well, yeah, we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, yeah, he starts doing the thing where he starts trailing her, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which we recognize as an inversion impulse. So, he's, he's seeing blood spatters. He's even faster than last time he's getting fucked up about it. Uh, not mm-hmm. it's not as gradual as the near side version of this. I also want to note, uh, it's nighttime. He slept really late. Oh yeah. Uh huh. If he catches up to her, he's fucked. There's nothing he can do to her. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Huh. I hadn't considered that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because we know that when she's not on guard, she's very killable. She is maybe killable if you are, like, trying really hard. I don't think he could hurt her. She's, think... she's on the hunt. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that him being able to chop her head off in the last route was very much a... Her letting her guard down around someone that she's fallen in love with. Uh, like, spur of the moment thing. Yeah, I mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. think that she has, like, even that was her temporarily relax- relaxing her guard a little bit. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know that she's even on guard that much. No, right I now. think that that moment was, oh my god, I can I can save him. I can do this. He's finally going to pick me. This is everything I want. And she's not even, she's not thinking about her guard in the slightest in that moment. I completely disagree with you. Okay. This is different. She's wandering around town looking for a monster that she hates. And she doesn't yeah. know... She doesn't have anyone in her life who she would let her guard down for. Uh, well, it's moot, because he's not going to catch up to her. Uh-huh. He's a lot more suspicious of his own reaction here. Uh, but he's still following her. And then we get a flash of Yumizuka's sprite. Yeah, I wrote down, oh well, I guess we are on Yumizuka's route, and I'm glad Ark escaped unharmed. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, good for her. She deserves to not be killed, even if it is bad for her, honestly. Uh-huh. Um, He is so distracted by the fact that Yumizuka's wandering around at town at night alone that he immediately forgets about the woman he was following and starts running after her, calling her name. And we get a better look at her sprite. What's up with her sprite, Fen? Ben, she has red eyes. Those eyes are red. I My note here is, hmm, did she have red eyes before? 
Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I could not remember. I was like, I don't think that she had red eyes before, but you know. I wrote in all caps, her eyes, her eyes, cheeky, no, her eyes are red. <laughs> um, And he gets the same impulse to chase after her mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that he gets for Arkweed. And I was like, why? Less murdery. Why is Roa triggering for Yumizuka? Or mm-hmm. is this impulse entirely Shiki's? Who mm-hmm. could say? Um, let's see. So he starts to run. She glances back. She's just got this completely normal expression on her face, and but he gets a horrible chill up his spine. Mm-hmm. Uh, his head's still throbbing. He keeps chasing. Uh, it's very much like a, the reverse of Arkweed chasing him, uh, where he's running and she's just walking, but he can't, but she keeps catching up. Yeah. He keeps running and she keeps getting away, even though she's barely like, looks like she's walking. And then she vanishes. And he takes a second to catch his breath and realizes that, uh, it's midnight. It's only set. It was only seven o'clock when he left the school. He's been running for hours. Yeah, I think it says at some point that he's been been chasing her for four hours. Yep. Which is wild. That's a lot of time. To just completely lose yourself chasing someone. Mm-hmm. Also, hey, Ben. Yeah. Poor Heesui. I she's know. Been, she's, she's been waiting, waiting for, by for the eight gate. hours. She's been waiting by the gate this entire time. <laughs> uh, Yeah, he like... It shakes himself out of this weird, like, haze he's in, and it's like, I guess I'm not gonna find her tonight. And he heads home. Uh, he starts to get worried that the serial killer is gonna catch him on his way home, and he hears something down an alley, like someone falling over. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He thinks to himself that he shouldn't get involved, but... Chasing Yumizuka has already set him into taking useless risks mode. He decides uh-huh. that she might be down there, and that if there's no one around to help, he has to get the, his knife out and uh, check it out. And we get choice three. Go and look or don't look? No. Don't look? Why would you go look, Ben? It seems Why dangerous. Why would you go look? It seems very dangerous, is the thing. Uh, Shiki goes home and everything's fine. Uh huh. Isn't that how much of this is repeat of what's going to be on the actual route? I don't think that there's a Any ton of, of repeat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. So despite despite your joking, this is definitely a bad end, fan. I yeah. Well, did you pick this not knowing? I don't remember. I think like probably because the answer is always rush into danger or you'll end up in a bad end. Yeah, it's true. Um, There's a few times where you get where you get tricked if you try that, especially this route. But mm-hmm. um, here it's definitely anyway. She goes home leaves. and everything's fine. Everything's fine. He uh, the door's not locked. He thinks Akiha's gonna be mad at him. No one's in the lobby. He's like, oh, I didn't find her, but, you know, it's she'll probably come to school tomorrow. She it, she was there, so cool. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we get a fake a fake out day. Day Sorry, three. Sorry, Ben. What? It's not fake. It's day three. Dark it's Kiss Mark. Dark Kiss Mark. What a great name. October oh, 23rd, yeah. Saturday. 
I hadn't processed it at the time. Until later, but, yeah. But knowing what's coming up and reading that, I'm like, oh, yes. Yep, this rules. Yeah, I really like the background of this. It's this, like, reversed and very eerily blue-tinted shot of, of the classroom or a classroom. A lot of blue-tinted shots for title screens this route. Uh-huh. Shiggy wakes up. He greets him. Uh, she leaves so he can change. She's stamping her little feet a little louder than usual and asks when he came home. I think this is mostly stuff that's repeated. Um, um, Hisui's far too nice. She's so Shiki's, nice to him. Shiki's like, I'm sorry for coming late. And then she's like, well, uh, I just want to know when you're going to come home so that like I can I can work around you. It's all mm-hmm. my fault. Anyway. I um, do like that when she's upset, the only way she can express it is by stamping her little feet. <laughs> Yeah, she does. Okay, she does say like, hey, if you're going to be late, though, please contact Mm -hmm. us so that we know Mm -hmm. I got word about you. Yeah, she doesn't say that part. But, Uh you know, he's worried that we know that he has a huge crush on him. It's so obvious. And he should know, too. It's like of everyone in the of everyone in the game, she is the one who is most clearly in love with him from the start. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. He heads downstairs. Akiha greets him. He tries to duck talking to her. Uh, she asks, but she demands his attention. Is like, what's up? And he's like, well, classmate of mine's having a hard time. So I was out looking for her. And this doesn't reassure Akiha one bit. Ashiki also doesn't understand why Akiha is worried because he's a boy and that makes him impervious to danger. Even though he last night was like, I might get murked by the killer. Yeah, I this is, yeah, again, this is my mm-hmm. least favorite version of Type Moon protagonist, which is boy who thinks that uh, boys are impervious to danger and uh-huh. every girl needs help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, like, uh, makes sense when the girl is Yumizuka because she's mm-hmm. just a normal high schooler. Doesn't make sense. With red eyes. Um, Akiha does have a great point. He is ill. And he shouldn't be, like, swaggering so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he's like, I think- oh, I guess Akiha's just worried about me. Maybe I was being selfish after all. Uh, Akiha says something like, like, in the daytime, someone's gonna come and, and help you if you fall down. Nighttime, no one's going to. Uh-huh. Be, be more careful. Yeah, so he's like, he's kind of touched, and then she immediately covers it up by saying that him collapsing would be an embarrassment for the family, and he's like, oh, fuck you then. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, come on, dude, it's the most obvious, like, cover-up. Uh, she threatens to hand down a punishment on him and leaves. Kohaku gets some breakfast. Uh, Hisui walks him out, asking when he'll be back. He says early. Hmm. <sighs> Let's see. We get to school. Yumizuka's not there. <laughs> He's worrying about her when Arihiko appears from the side like a crab. Just <laughs> <Which is laughs> a great line. <sighs> um, Arihiko calls Yumizuka Sachin, which mm-hmm. I want want to hear the entomology of. I. Still don't know that. Um, well, her first name is... Satsuki? Satsuki. So, Satsuki-chan Sachin. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I, like, the... 
I want the, the scene okay. where he ca- where they came up with that name for her. Yeah, I have read enough Yuri to know that like nicknames are vaguely like I used one or two characters yeah. from your your name and also something else. And th- there, I have a nickname now. I just want to get the like Yui coming up with Azanyan scene. Yeah, uh huh. That would I be wanna great. S- they clearly hung out in middle school more than Shiki thinks they did. Yeah, I wrote down, I don't think she likes you enough for you to be using a nickname, Arihiko. Did something happen between them? This is this is more compelling evidence for me that there was something more planned for her. Yeah. It's like these like dead-end details. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't be dead-ends forever, I suppose, because she's in Melty Blood. Is she? Yeah, she, yeah, I've seen her Melty Blood sprite. She looks really cute. Wild. Um, right, right, right. Apparently, Yumizuka was arrested last night and is under house arrest. Yeah. Uh-huh, which is interesting, and it's kind of reassuring for Shiki. Uh, we take a break to do a fat joke about one of the classmates. That's great. I don't remember that. <sighs> it's um... the kid who heard about her being arrested. Oh, uh, they make jokes right. about him, like, eating chocolate constantly and being fat. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. And I hate it. And I'm mad about it. Um, Not a lot of that starts... kind of humor in this. And the teacher isn't there. No teacher, which is interesting. That's weird. And then before the day passes, before Shiki can leave, though, a call comes over the intercom for him to go to the staff room. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Why does he, he have to, to go to the staff room? Well, because the school found out that he was out late wearing his his uniform, and so he had to write an essay of apology. Which is wild, because he wanders around outside in those sex pajamas constantly. Well, yeah, somebody tattled on him. Yeah, who? I wonder. I also... This is the part where I'm like, that's not... There is no evidence that this is a school that cares enough to actually make him apologize for wandering around in his pajamas to be fair there is a serial killer about yeah i i think the the implication here is the school cares maybe i'm getting this from like again i i read a decent amount of yuri um uh the implication for me was by wearing our uniform you are representing our school Mm -hmm. and so you shouldn't be out doing things like being out late because that uh like could reflect yeah. badly on us yes that's the I, word i feel like i feel like there's some line somewhere in this game about the school being university focused yeah uh shiki also says it's like second rate <laughs> uh-huh yeah i think i think the implication that it's a school that's not great but uh works you hard like tries to get you to work hard so that you can get into like jump up to a better university yeah so maybe that's it anyway it's half past six akiha's gonna be furious at him for not coming home on time Uh he he finished the essay teacher never showed up to take it kinji kuni fuji is the teacher's name oh i missed that one he announces that he's going to leave to the empty room and then goes to the classroom to grab his bag that he forgot. Uh-huh. What happens when he gets there? The classroom's empty except for one person. Yumizuka Satsuki. Illuminated by blue moonlight, she says, Good evening, Tanakun. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. In the dark, unlit classroom, Yumizuka Satsuki sits with her back to the blue moonlight. What uh-huh. a good... Yeah. 
Uh, I, this rules, Ben? I threw a tantrum here because we never got a hot getting eaten by Arcoid bad end, but we, this is absolutely what was going to happen here. I I think... Uh, no, I do have a note later that is like, oh, right, this is a bad end. Um, <laughs> so I must have known going in, but at this point I'd completely forgotten that this was a bad end. Uh -huh. I was like, how is Shiki going to get out of this? <laughs> oh, Fen. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a little unnerved and he's like, uh, she asks if he was in the counselor's room and he's like, yeah. And she's like, you know what? I was in the very next room and she gives him a smile and he's getting chills again. And he's like, she's, oh, what's going on? She here? is. She is being creepy, like, knowledgeably. <laughs> She's being, like, really scary with this, like, friendly smile. Uh-huh. It's so good. She's so it's good so at it. It's so good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I noted here that Shiki, in the near side routes, Shiki has this experience with Arcweed, giving him contact with beings of immense power, right? Yeah. So it makes everything else look a little bit smaller by comparison. It gives him this ability to act under pressure. He doesn't have that here. This is just the first time he's bumped into anything this terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And, mm -hmm. and she's, yeah, one, red eyes. But yep. also, she's not, she's not trying, well, okay, her words are trying to pretend that, like, it's fine. Well, uh, well, okay, except for literally the next line that she says. So she says something about how the school rooms are so narrow, you can feel what's happening next door. And she, the quote, your live body warmth or your breathing. It would have been nice for me to enjoy it longer. What a good, oh, gods. She makes eye contact with him and the whole room starts to swim. Uh-huh. And she says that she has a favor and he says he'll do it if he can. And she asks him to go out with her. I, uh-huh. Uh, I wrote down at this point, I thought this was leading somewhere very different. Uh-huh. <laughs> Turns out she just wants to date him. Well, he thinks that she wants him to go walk her to the store oh, or something. right, yeah. <laughs> and we get this, like, very cute, completely surprised face. It's a little, it's cute in, like, this weirdly, like, Mickey Mouse-looking kind of way. Uh-huh. And she's I'm... like, no, I meant like like a lover kind of going out. <laughs> um, yeah. So he starts stumbling over his words, uh, but something happens, and his brain twists itself into a knot, and he's like, oh yeah, that's no problem. And the boss fight music starts playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm gonna call you Shiki-kun from now on. And she says, I'm so excited that this worked. <laughs> uh huh. It's really cute. Uh huh. And then um, she says, maybe she didn't need to use the teacher to make sure he stayed late. Uh huh. Uh, that sure is um a little weird. God, I wish Arcweed got to do more stuff like this. That would that would be very good, Ben. But mm -hmm. I also understand why everyone loves uh, Yumizuka now. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, there's a moment where her eyes turn brown again, and I'm kind of curious if that, sp that particular sprite just doesn't have a red-eye version. Because that... she then immediately comments on how red her eyes are. Yeah, that must be it. 
uh there are there are a couple of times where her eyes turn back and my mm-hmm. guess is just oh we don't have a red eyes version of the sprite she's like she's like oh i was so nervous about confessing to you i think i deserve a reward i think i deserve a kiss uh shiki's brain is like no 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 every fiber of his being is screaming not to get close to her but he doesn't know how to break free of a vampire's mystic eyes of enchantment yet Uh so he's like we're already lovers there's no problem with kissing her yeah gods this wait is this let me see did we get to did we get the um the CG of her at the windowsill yet, or is that later? I think that's later. Okay. We do get. Oh right, this is where we see her like more evil-looking eyes in like this very blue tinted shot. Mm-hmm. And as he approaches her, he looks down and notices behind the desks there's just piles of bodies. <laughs> uh huh. Just a whole bunch of girls, of students. Their necks are punctured and bloody. Uh, he doesn't react and then just gives her kind of a, like, dead fish, emotionless kiss. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then she uh, was... What? He, yeah, he sees the dead bodies of many female students collapsed in between the desks and just, like, keeps going like nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She whispers that he belongs to her now, and he yells and find- and collapses into the pool of blood on the floor, and the whole room turns from blue to red. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading over my notes, and, um, uh, the moment that she says, with this, you are mine now, Shiki-kun, uh, I wrote, I'm glad that she finally got to confess her feelings. Real girl boss moment from Sachin. <laughs> Yeah, so he's rolling around in the blood as Yumizuka begins the process of turning him into her very own pet dead apostle. Well, very own pet vampire. Well, they call, they call all of the vampires who are above the level of the dead dead apostles in this game. Do they? Yeah, they haven't like really elaborated that that's a special title or anything like that. Okay, I always... like. Some would, no, Arkweed says there are like 27 dead apostles or whatever. Yes, but she doesn't say it in the terms of and other all other types of vampire, all other of that category of vampires are not dead apostles. She just says that they're dead apostles. She does use a, like when talking about the process of becoming a dead apostle, she does use different terminology. Yeah, for, but like, she each poses of the levels it, of vampire. Yeah, but she poses it as a... Well, here's the thing that I thought was strange. You don't start at a dead apostle unless some unless someone deliberately turns you into their servant, right? You don't well, start at that level. Even then, you start as, like, you don't start as the dead, because the dead doesn't go anywhere. There's not, like, a path forward there. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, you're not... Yeah. No. Like, even then, you don't, you don't jump to dead apostle. Mm-hmm. You... You go through, like... I'm a I'm a zombie now. Yeah. And go move up the ranks until you finally make it to Dead Apostle. Right. But here's the thing about her that I immediately noticed. She's not like that. Yeah. yeah. There's something wrong with her, which is uh-huh. interesting. Um This is it's not quite like she's been doing this a long time, but she seems to be like fully in control of herself in a way that someone who's turned into a servant wouldn't be. 
Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so he tries to escape, she scolds him, and he, she says that he broke his promise to save her, so now he has to make it up by being her servant forever, and then she bites him. Uh-huh. Arkwood was robbed, I'll say. Uh-huh. This is a good scene, but also Arkwood was robbed. So you'd already told me Arkwood was robbed, and I was like, oh, like earlier on, I was like, oh, is she Arkwood's? Is this what you meant by Arkwood being done dirty? That like on on the far side routes, Arkwood's suddenly like biting random humans? Well, here's the thing. Arkwood turning a random girl into her servant would be fucking sick. Uh-huh. Uh, and also that would explain you don't turn you turn immediately into the highest class of vampire if Arkwood bites you. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Um I think yeah. Yeah, we can, we'll we'll we can find about out the why. like who deserves the title of dead apostle, but you definitely turn into the the very strongest type of vampire if Ark like gets her teeth on you. Yeah. But you can have sex with her and nothing happens. Well, yeah, because Arkweed needs to give you some of her blood. No. It's the bite that does it. Is it? Yeah, because she can give you her blood and it also doesn't fuck you up. I mean, yeah. Like, that was that was cheeky drinking Arkweed's blood. I... Mm-hmm. The way that it is phrased in this route, it is, like, the... Yeah, it's... You, the vampire bites and then also has to give back some of their blood. For a I think that's apostle, also said on yes, other routes, but not for her. Because remember, she does. She she turns Roa. She didn't give him her blood. She just bit him. Are we sure that there wasn't like some backwash? Uh, where's the blood coming from? From her? <laughs> she's she's like an emotionless shell at that point. She's not thinking I'm going to put blood in this guy. <laughs> I think that. The, the implication is, if part of why de- uh, true ancestors are so dangerous is because anyone they bite will turn into a dead apostle, whether they want it or not. Hmm. And it's horrible. And then, yeah, uh, for dead apostles, they're weaker, so they need to create... Uh, they need to do extra work in order to turn other people into dead apostles. Hmm. <laughs> We're disagreeing on a lot of stuff this route, Fen. It's Listen, then let me tell you, listening to listening to our final editing, our final um, CL, no, yes, yes, mm-hmm. our final CL episode. <laughs> I say a lot of things that I then get immediately shot down for. <laughs> I do. I have very strong opinions, and I'm very sorry about it. It's fine. Um, I also just have way close, like extremely close notes that I've read like a dozen times. Yeah, so it's probably I, because of that. I think it's also just like we our interpretations of the text differ sometimes. Absolutely, um, which is fun. It would be boring if we dis- if we agreed all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to be able to convince you occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that people have been trying for years, fun. I know. I love you. I love you. Um. Um. No, you definitely notice things that I didn't, and point out things that I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so she bites him, and mm-hmm. that's the end of this route. Or yeah, this is the end of this bad run. Well, bad first, end. let me let me read some incredible writing. Please, um, I didn't write any down. 
So as I I took uh, screenshots because some of it's just very good. Um, as Shiki is realizing that there's a bunch of corpses around him and he's running away, um, uh, she's like, "No, you can't get away. I won't let you get away. Come on. First, we need to expand my world. You'll help me, won't you? You broke your promise to help me whenever I was in a pinch, so you have to just listen to whatever I say from now on." Uh, which rules? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the final, the final line of this, this before the, you get the like ending screen. Well, okay. Yeah. The final page, actually my distant heartbeat, the fragrance of the blood drenching the floor makes me dizzy. So even if I ever wake up again, then I realize my body will never feel warm again. In the moonlit classroom, Yumizuka Satsuki slowly bites into Tonoshiki's neck. Great. This great bad end. This is one of the best bad ends. This this is when uh, I I wrote in a, in a shared chat with you and me and a bunch of other people. Uh, I understand why people like Yumizuka now. Uh-huh. I love, love a gaslighting gatekeeping girl boss. Is the <laughs> thing. Jeez. Okay. Um, we get the CL Sensei lesson. Uh, this is a bit that's confusing to me. According to CL during this lesson, the only lessons remaining are about Akiha's roots. And because they're ordered, right? Yeah. And Nekoark appears to ask uh, why, given that Hisui comes later, why are Hisui's lessons done before Akiha's? She doesn't mention Kohaku at all, yeah. who comes last always. And I look, I checked on my root guide, and it claims that the Kohaku lessons are later than the Akiha lessons, but the Hisui lessons are before the... Wild. So this is some, like, messy internal programming jokes. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not yeah. totally clear on what's happening, but uh, I-, I wonder if the... If, like, they wrote a lot of this stuff before finalizing the Kohaku route. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some very... Yeah, I love Neko Arc. Um... <laughs> Neko Arc's very fun still. I don't get it. Why would Hisui be done before Akiha? I just don't get it. I'm the main heroine and I don't have much screen time and Shiki ignores me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't get it. It's just me and even CL has an appearance. But you only get to see me from behind. What's more, Sachin is acting more like a vampire than I am. What the heck <laughs> is this, Kanoko? <laughs> I really, I agree with that. <laughs> this is, yeah, I think this is the first, well, okay, all of the CL Sensei's lessons have broken the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first one where we've had a character talk to the author. <laughs> uh-huh. It's very funny. Um, uh, yeah, so CL's like, getting back to what you did wrong. Yumizuka was in danger, and Nekoark was like, uh, I'm pretty sure Shiki was the one in danger. Did you not see what just happened? <laughs> And yeah, we were supposed to check the alley. Um, okay, uh, I wrote that I cared more about Arkweed getting an evil root than Yumizuka getting a root at all, which is still true. I, the thing is, Ben, is that Yumizuka's very good, and I, I like Arkweed's root as is. Yeah. I want her to get another root where she's evil. I want her to be the villain of a root, is the thing. I don't. I don't think you need both is the thing. I think it's fine to have Arkweed be the like cute, naive, um finding out about the world route, and then she just gets uh, so close in the CL route. I just want more of the stuff that we got in the CL route. Yeah. I get yeah. She that's can fair. be that. That's part of her personality. 
Well, no, but she's never going to be Yumizuka, right? No. Like, oh no, Yumizuka is a totally different type of evil. I just want her to bite Shiki more. That's fair. That's I all. just think, yeah, just I think them. that there would be a lot of overlap, and I don't. I think, uh, Arkwee, like, Arkwee's whole deal is that she learned her lesson from Roa. Mm hmm. Um, and she's never going to do that again. Versus, like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess we just, just nothing but disagreements this time. Uh huh, uh huh. So, um. Day two! Yeah, we're we're rewinding back. Yeah, this is we're still on day two, which is wild. Fan, this is podcast is gonna be so long. Uh, I want to uh, talk about Yuzuka, but we're only at like two forty two recording. <laughs> but we have a whole another day to do before we can stop. I know we'll be fine. So great bad end, but we have to. Shiki's out on the town looking for Yuzuka. He's got to check down that alley. Come on. Shiki has to. Yeah. If uh, it is her, he can't leave her. His instincts are yelling at him not to. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and he says that he has his knife, which makes him feel a tiny bit better. And he thinks that he could use his eyes if it comes to it. That even Aoko will understand if it's to kill a killer. Yeah, I feel like Aoko did say don't use it for, like, uh, superfluous. What's, what's the words that she used? Um, mm-hmm. meaningless purposes. Yeah. I feel like uh, this is not a meaningless or like no. uh, casual use of his eyes. Yeah, it's probably even more justified than cutting the door off of the um, sports shed. Yeah. Although that's a pretty black and white issue for me, too. Yeah, that's not... What are you talking about, Ben? Of course you should cut the door well, off the sports shed. Alka's a mage. Alka would be like, the teacher will be there in, like, an hour. It's fine. They can wait. Yeah. But I, the well, teacher's not going to show up to fight the killer. Do we know that Aoko is that type of mage? Or, not 100%. Because like, ultimately, she's she said, do what you think is right. Yeah. So I don't think... I'm just saying, in a general sense, he could have waited. The kids weren't in immediate danger. I still think he should have done what he did, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but that yeah. you can't really argue that it's not okay for him to use his eyes to protect himself from a serial killer. Absolutely. His instincts say, don't go down there, idiot. And the boss fight music starts up, and the background is red, and he goes, eh? <laughs> what do we find in this alley? Four, well, I was gonna say four bodies... Uh, he finds parts of four bodies. The entire alley is bathed in blood. There's just, it's torn to shreds. Uh, a head rolls by, so drained of moisture that it looks like a mummy. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he he just kind of falls back on his ass and is just like, uh... Yeah, he doesn't even scream. He's just kind of limply staring at it. And then the body propped against the other end of the alley starts to get up. Uh-huh. Still fully intact. Uh, it's some guy. And then the man the man looks at him and has this horrible skeletal face. And, um, yeah, and his neck is, like, torn so torn that he can yeah. speak. He can only, like, just let out, like, uh... He makes this horrible, like, noise, yeah. And it leaps at him, screaming. Uh-huh. This... Uh, this rules. Yeah, this is horrible. <laughs> rules in the sense that, like, I forget that I enjoy 
horror. Uh, I, yeah, I forget that I like uh, movies and games are often too tense for me. Uh-huh. Um, or uh, on the other hand, like too gory. I don't. Yeah. I don't love gore. Yeah. Uh, or I don't love looking at it. Stuff mm-hmm. like this, which is like, okay, I can let my imagination see as much or as little as I'm comfortable with. Yeah. We is incredible. Very visceral descriptions. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it is legitimately incredibly scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it like grabs his shoulders and we get this description of it like shredding its fingers through his skin and scooping out flesh. Yeah. It's, ugh. Ugh, yeah. Oh, God. It's like fucking, like, pulling out an avocado. Oh. <laughs> um, so its mouth like cracks open and he's like, I'm about to be eaten. Haha, <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> and then the monster turns to ash and blows away. Yep. And he's like, uh, the only reason I'm sure that that wasn't a nightmare is because my shoulder fucking hurts. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah. And then Yumizuka calls out to him. Uh-huh. I, this was like, this is the scariest scene in the game so far, I think. I think that chaos is the closest you get in the earlier routes to being like really, really scary, right? Specifically yeah. the hallway scene. And even the... then, magic goo animals aren't really that scary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think this is probably, yeah, I think you're right. Uh-huh. Some of them are really tense, but this is like the purest horror moment, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, because he... Well, yeah, because, like, the thing about Chaos as animals is that it's, like, a diffuse... There are lots of them. Mm-hmm. So, the, the uh, like, all of them together are scary, but uh-huh. it's harder to be, like, oh, there's one thing that is going to kill Shiki. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that's why the hallway is so scary, because it's just this, like, looming atmosphere. It feels like some, a scene from, like, a real, like, horror game. Yeah, uh, I guess, and this one does too, right? I guess my point is there. It's like the tension is very high. Yeah. Um, but there's not like there's not a single place to focus your dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and whereas this is, this is like there is something oh, on him. Oh shit! Like Shiki's not not gonna get this off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, God. So yeah. Uh, Yumizuka says it's gonna be dangerous if he stays there. And she's smiling. She's doing her thing where she does has CL's face again and does her C- the CL smile. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, gods. This scene is so good, Ben. She's, she's like, just like, hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Did you kill all these people? Wow. That's wild. You must have. Everyone here is dead except you. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and he's like, what's, go- what's going on? Why are you here? And he's like, oh, you're interrupting someone's meal. <laughs> I I wonder whose meal it is, fam. Um Yeah, gods. She responds, I always act or yeah, says, I always act against my feelings, so I'm always acting like this to you. Which is like uh why she teases Shiki. And I'm just mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very good that everyone everyone who wants to flirt does it by just relentlessly teasing whoever they have a yeah. crush on relentlessly bullying yeah cl does oh. it arcweed does it we get we get just a perfect uh sprite of yumizuka 
staring at the camera, hands held in front of her, and they're uh-huh. all bloody. And she's just like, ha <laughs> Yeah, I think that her expression there is still a little goofy, but I love I love that spray. It, yeah, because he's like, why are you holding your hands behind your back? And she... Right, yeah. Like, pulls her hands out, and she, they're covered in blood. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, I think it is... You're right, I'm looking at it now. Uh, you're right in that it is, like, it is goofy, mm-hmm. but so is all of the art in this game yeah to yeah, some yeah. extent like it it is yeah it feels of a piece with everything else yeah. and is like not legitimately scary i'm not sitting here being like ah <laughs> uh-huh. um but gods yeah this god this route rules i'm so yeah. happy that we're on sachin's route there's a great bit where she's like oh you were too you're always too observant to miss things like this i always like that about you uh-huh <laughs> uh-huh uh, yeah, the horror music plays. She killed all these people. And she says, oh, but it's okay. I didn't kill them because I hated them. I just needed their blood to live, so I had to kill them. Thirsty girl. <laughs> Thirsty? There's um, nothing wrong with killing others in order to live, oh. is there, Shiki-kun? She makes so many allusions to, like, I know you're a killer. Yeah, this is fascinating. I was, um, like, so interested in this. I couldn't. Yeah, so I wrote down she knows Shiki's a vampire or that Ro is lurking somewhere within him. Mm-hmm. Um and she wants to be like him. I don't think it's even that. It's that like she has seen how he exists in the world mm-hmm. and even when his his death line or his he has his glasses on and he can't see death lines, knowing that they are there has changed how he views the world. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I I can tell that you can easily break things if you're attuned to it he feels like death yeah Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh um god yeah so she says that the the body that attacked him she let some of her blood back into it accidentally and it turned into one of the dead Mm -hmm. so that's how you get the dead the i think that the dead eventually will evolve into a true ancestor or into a dead apostle if you leave him long enough i think it's specifically said that they don't okay but you do put blood in it to turn it into a dead. Yes. But that is a, like, uh, that vampire, that's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, that vampire now brings me blood. Uh, uh-huh. I believe it specifically said that the dead is a dead end. That, like, uh-huh. you, you can't, you can't get more powerful yeah. from there. You're literally just a puppet. It takes a, a very specific, um, balance to turn someone into an actual, like, higher level servant. It seems. Let's see. There's nothing wrong with killing others in order to live. Is there Shiki-kun? Gods, yeah. Uh-huh. Which is a kind of a callback to, like, the conversation Arkweed and Shiki have about, well, like, how do you feel about cows? Like, mm-hmm. you eat beef. What's different about killing humans from mm-hmm. killing cows to eat? Well, Arkweed's on the other side of that argument. She says that she's okay eating a hamburger because the hamburger can't talk to her. Yeah, but I mean, like, like the that's still a conversation about what mm-hmm. is okay to kill to to yes. survive versus what is not. So Yumizuka says that he was uh, lucky that the dead died before it finished changing, implying that she didn't kill it, um, which is interesting. It just sort of failed, I guess. 
Yeah. And she wishes she could explain what's going on better, but this is all new to her. Uh, Shiki does not for a second absorb any of the hints that this is that she just turned into a vampire. He doesn't process any of that, which is very funny. Yeah. She crumples into some kind of like a ta- like pain spike and starts spitting up blood. Uh-huh. Um, she apparently can't just drink whatever blood is available. If it's not good quality, it'll upset her stomach. Uh, yeah, that's right, Fen. She needs virgins. <laughs> well, she needs pretty girls. Virgins where all the magical energy is at this point in time. I I think it's less magical energy and more like just her palate isn't used to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's I, both. Yeah. Because we know, we know in this game they have said that uh, virgins are better for eating. Yeah. You cannot deny this. Because more magical energy. It sounded like, it sounded like this was like, oh, I got food poisoning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She, she tried to drink Shiki's blood is the problem. He, <laughs> he runs over to hold her hand because he's not, he's still not processing that she's the murderer. So he defaults to help girl. And she says, nope, get away from uh-huh. me. I, I'll just kill you. This is the first of many times that she will say, stay away from me. Uh-huh. Happens a lot this route. Um, she's vomiting more blood. He's trying to yell questions at her. And he's like, we got to get you to the hospital. And okay, okay. She she mutters something about how that even though he doesn't understand, he's still here. And she whimpers that she's in pain, that she's cold, that she wants his help. But that it's yeah. too early. So, yeah, specifically, yeah, it hurts. It's cold and I'm scared. I really want your help right now, Shiki-kun, but it's too early. And Mm -hmm. this is, I think, uh, since I wrote down this line, I remember, um, sometimes the game does an interesting thing of like, okay, most of this, most of what is said is in quotes, and then a, like, follow-up or, like, end of it is unquoted, as if it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, this was kind of like, whispered or murmured or mm-hmm. like somehow distinct from what is being said interesting i didn't notice that um because like yeah the the like it hurts it's cold i'm and i'm scared i really want your help right now shiki-kun is all in quotes and, uh-huh. I, and then i think it's a separate line is but it's too early which is like i don't know just like mm-hmm. hard to hard to get across in a in a audio medium yeah but the ways that and this is not unique to Tsukihime, the ways that visual novels play with text and format is uh-huh. great delicious she gets up she says she's going to become a great vampire and come back to see him and then she's gone and he looks around and all of the evidence of what happened uh turns to ash mm-hmm. uh, he screams and punches a wall because he's a boy and then he heads home <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's wandering around in a fog uh he's, his shoulder's still completely fucked up and at the he he makes it home though, and at the mansion he bumps into Akiha yelling at him. Yeah, and then she, she sees is, his shoulder. Uh, well, he doesn't bump into Akiha so much as Akiha is standing at the top of the stairs with her hands on her hips, saying, "Where have you been?" Uh huh. And then she sees his shoulder and freaks out. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, she sees his shoulder, inspects a little, and then she's like, "Oh, it's deep. I'll fix it." Uh huh. Uh, we as get... if, like, oh, it's just a surface wound. I'll get Kahako to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I definitely think we're getting more, like, uh, cut between sprites to imply animation than mm-hmm. we used to, which is cool. I like that. Her, like, flickering through a couple different emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. 
Yeah, it's too much for Kohaku to treat. She sends him in the sitting room. She gets a first aid kit. And I said, I guess as a decoy to distract him from the fucked up magic she's about to do. I was going to say, yeah, she uses a first aid kit, but he's using magic? <laughs> question, yeah. question, question. Oh, God. This is... Okay. We, we'll talk about this. Um, the wound is on the back of his shoulder, so he can't actually see it. She cuts his uniform apart and starts to disinfect it. And then the pain starts to fade almost immediately after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, it must not have been that bad after all. And then doesn't question it again. Yeah, Cheeky is absent-minded, Ben. Cheeky never questions anything. Scoops out flesh. <laughs> yeah, so he's distracted that she's being nice to him. Yeah. And she says that she's feeling she's in a good mood. She's feeling kind, not in a good mood. If he doesn't want to talk about it, she won't push him. She promises. Uh, and I said I bet she's trying to keep him from firing back with questions about what she just did. But he's he doesn't he hasn't noticed. Yeah. This is the the first reminder that I got that, like, right, she's the Sundari character. Uh-huh. And you have to have, you have to have both halves of that. So far, uh-huh. we've mostly seen the being mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the, okay, but actually I care about you. Um, I can't wait to get to stay night. Rin, Rin is incredible, is the thing. Ah, uh, Kiha, she's been struck in with a horrible illness. Fate bottom disease. <clears throat> yes? I feel like those are two different things. You can be nice and be a top. Yes, that's true. Uh, Akiha is absolutely a bottomless root and will continue to, like, spiral down into soft little girl. Yes, that's <laughs> Uh-huh. The, the mean side of her is going to disappear completely. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Which is, yeah, again... That's the part uh, I'm she is about. She is prototype Rin, except that Rin is, like better in in just about every way yeah, like, uh-huh. well al- almost akiha has one thing going for her and we'll talk about it at the end of the row so let's see um so many girls in this game have healing powers fan yeah it's like why, everyone why well let's see arcweed has the power of alligator goo well, that's not Arcoweed's power. That's chaos. Yeah, I'm just talking about like the way that CL has this like pretty inexplicable inabil- ability to heal people, and now Akihada has well, this CL's too. CL is very explicable. I still don't think it totally follows. She has good magical circuits. Yeah, she I healing guess. spells, but she's also not supposed to use magic because she's in the church. And well, then she's also probably not supposed to have sex. Like, the the level of her ability to heal is just very high. And so I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then Akiha is also, like, an extremely powerful healer, and that never really gets explained. Ah, it absolutely does. Sort of, but it doesn't really have an actual reason. She can only heal Shiki. Yes, uh, and that bothers me. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. More arguments. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so he heads to bed uh, th- he's thinking about the carnage uh, he starts to fall asleep and is like yeah I do believe that she did that uh, but mostly I'm just worried about the fact that she was in pain yeah uh, mm-hmm. I wrote down here Shiki really can't help but fall for vampires huh uh, he's really into vampires is the thing 
Yeah, and I said something about how I do wish we got a Yumizuka route instead of a Kiha route. <laughs> yep. Again. We we should have gotten a Yumizuka route instead of a Kiha. And that's the end of day two. Day three. Inversion Impulse 3. October 23rd, Saturday. That's right. There's a day three, uh, an inversion impulse three this time. This is cheating, Ben. You can't what? just use the same day name three times in a row. I think it's great because this is this is the 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 micro route about inversion impulses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. This would be Black Beast one normally. Yeah. Uh, the the chaos day. Mm-hmm. 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 So. We get the summer day dream, but it's different this time, Fen. Uh, there's no, there's no Roa filter, Ben. There's no Sipia filter, and uh, even the CG of Shiki and Akiha hanging out in the clearing, the like little painted drawing of them, is uh like really pretty in color. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. It does come back at the end. Yeah. So it might just be a bug. It but... could be. Uh, it was wild seeing that scene in full color, and I was like, one sec. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, I love this line, uh, the voice of the circadas, so loud I want to die. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, it is fascinating. The, this is part of why, like, I think that, uh, this route, like, yeah. It would require a major rework of, and again, I think we've talked about this. You aren't just aren't interested in the answers that this route provides, but not to- not not I'm not totally. I just uh, like true ancestor stuff more than I like the family stuff, as it turns out. That's fair. Yeah, we we get the same dream, but like we've seen this dream so many times, and at this point, mm-hmm. we know exactly what happens. Uh, but like whereas. Arcoid's route is very much teasing, and then CL's route is like, okay, here's what actually happened. Um, this time it feels more like a reminder mm-hmm. of like, re- remember this day, <laughs> mm-hmm. just you know, in case. Um, it's yeah, a little different the, this time too. We get that Shiki and Roa Shiki are different. Yeah, um, or, um, or it's like implied, but we we know by now what that what it means when the adults pin down the murderer and call him Shiki, all caps. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Shiki, sh- our Shiki doesn't know what that means yet. No. Also, it is, it's it very funny that they the- call him Shiki, all caps, um, when they're saying it out loud. Well, yeah, that's the thing about like text. The thing about kanji is that there are a lot of words which sound alike, mm-hmm. and it's it's really just what is the context. Uh-huh. So, he wakes up to Hisui pleading at him to get up. He's uh-huh. gonna be late if he doesn't hurry. He tries to remember the dream, but he can't. Um, yeah, uh... The dream. What kind of dream was it? A dazzling white bright enough to bring tears to my eyes and furious gushing spots of red. And then something, something like an inauspicious dream in all caps. And then a broken shiki. I like that. Yeah. I... What are those all caps doing there, Ben? What are all those all caps doing there? 
Um, so Hisui asks him what's going on. He's like, oh, it's nothing. I'll be, I'll be right downstairs. She's stamping her little feet again, which always happens when she's got a heavy CPU load. <laughs> she tur- yep, immediately turns around and is like, what time did you come back last night? And you s- promised you were going to be back at four o'clock. Or uh, early, I think he said. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, well, oops. <laughs> and then we get the bit where she's like, you have to call at least. And he says, I promise I will, which he pro- definitely won't. Uh-huh. And he, his uh, chest hurts. Not his shoulder, his chest hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's assaulted by pain. It's uh, not his shoulder. It's from a much deeper place, aching within my heartbeat. Aching with my heartbeat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh-huh. But yeah. Huh. Heart. Uh, he says his chest throbs whenever he sees a car crash or something dead. So the alley must have set him off. Yeah. That makes sense. We get a flicker of red and he's thinking about uh, everyone's favorite Yumizuka. Oh, it's such a good sprite, Ben. Uh, he gets out of bed. He heads for the sitting room after getting changed. Akihaj greets him. He tries to duck conversation, et cetera, et cetera. And um, she asks what he was up to last night, and he starts thinking about the serial killer and realizes that Yumizuka's M.O. matches. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Weird. Yep. Not good. Akiha is like, if you're ever in trouble, I can help you. Let me help you. And she, he's like, I'm just thinking about Yumizuka. He has no time for her yet because he thinks he's on Yumizuka's route. I'm I'm on you, Musica's route, TBH. Uh, she scolds him. He says he can't talk about it. She says if he's gonna keep going his own way, she'll do the same. And then she stomps out. It's very he, good. Hisui's like, hey, Kiha's just worried about you. She has a hard time expressing her feelings, though. And he's like, I can't do anything about this right now. I my she just keeps there's, there's a vampire who loves me. <laughs> He goes to have breakfast. He has much less trouble eating in this route than he does in the far side or the near side routes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Seems like Roa makes him not want to eat. Yeah. Um I was gonna say, yeah, I think it's it's interesting that let's see. Um the first route is CL's or sorry, the first route is uh Arcoid, who he doesn't as far as i remember he doesn't really have a problem eating and that route is definitely focused on arcoid yeah he does have um, trouble eating a couple times but it's not really okay. it's way more intense than the cl route yeah and then cl's route is like is technically cl's route but it's also as much uh like shiki's route and focused on who he is and now we're really getting into like i call it Rose then, route <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, sorry. That that is what I meant. Is oh, that like yeah. CL's route is Roa's route is like tied up in who Shiki is. Uh-huh. Which makes sense because Roa and CL are the same person. Yeah. And then this route <laughs> is like currently is uh hey Yumizuka. Uh-huh. Um and so like it, we don't have time or yeah, it is not interesting to like focus on Shiki because that's not what the route is interested in, yeah. right? Although it will get there for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So let's see. He says, Hisui walks him out. She's like, when will you be back? He says he has something to look for. So he'll be back in the evening. At least she won't be out there all afternoon waiting for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, School. Yumizuka is absent because she can't be in sunlight anymore. Obviously, no one's that concerned. Uh, She just barely he doesn't even register Ciel or Arahiko being around. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty fucked up. This is very not Ciel's route anymore. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Uh, school ends. He Shiki knows what he wants to do, but he's not sure how to get to that. So we have a choice. Which is a kind of worded weird. Do we look for Yumizuka, search the school, or search the city? It is very funny that look for Yumizuka is one of the options. Uh-huh. Um, I said we're on her route, so let's search for her. By that I mean uh, yeah. I chose Yumizuka. I also just picked Yumizuka. I think it just changes what you get a montage of backgrounds yes. for or something yep. like that. That is literally the only change is, well, so you, you do get a cool like flipping through a bunch of different backgrounds. That is nice. Yeah. Um, And to like, yeah, it it is the first time that it feels like uh movement is happening. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aside from, like, little things with Nekoark and, like, the one time Akiha flipped through a bunch of different expressions. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels like Shiki is frantically running through yeah. whatever he's searching, which is great. Uh, unfortunately, despite looking everywhere, he can't find her. Yeah. I wonder why looking for a vampire in the day wouldn't work out for you. <laughs> uh, he's pissed at himself for making a carefree promise to help her when she's in trouble. Uh-huh. He's like, now I'm fucking stuck with this. And then he finally is like, oh, the sun's up. I wonder if that's why I couldn't find her. And so he goes home. Yep. Uh, Hisui says Akiha's stuck at school for a while, so they're having dinner without her. Uh, he goes to wait till dinner, and then we cut to after dinner. Nothing really happens. We get... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get choice three right away. Does he go out looking for Yumizuka again, or does he stay in? I don't know. Seems dangerous. We should stay home. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fine. Definitely won't be anywhere bad. So, uh, the bad end for CL's lesson 23. <laughs> uh-huh. When you stay in, uh, don't go looking around anymore. Uh, I actually did the, um, cause I saved for this, like, back at the first of these two choices, right? Mm-hmm. So I did the school first and then ended up picking the vanilla look for Yumizuka skit a thing, which mm-hmm. is how I knew the montages were different. Yeah. So if you don't look for her, Shiki's like, eh, it would be dangerous. You know, she's killed people. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should probably stay in. Uh-huh. But he also can't not think about her. Uh-huh. So Yeah, it's nighttime. He's like yeah, he's not very good at this yet. He's not very confident in himself. Uh, and he's like, she's probably not the serial killer. And no, she's not. She's a copycat, you, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't really, even though he keeps thinking that she can't possibly be the killer, he still doesn't come to the conclusion that there might be another killer. Uh-huh. Uh, he's bouncing around what to do until Hisui knocks on his door at midnight. Uh, she has a phone call for him. Says, someone on the phone said, I'll be waiting in the park. Didn't give a name. God, what a good, ominous start to mm-hmm. this night. 
Hisu is very torn on whether or not to tell him, but she can't help but tell him because uh, she's uh, he's her master. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shiki's like, eh, I'll, I'll see her tomorrow at school. Hisui does not like, buy it. You're, you're lying to me. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's like, no, 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 I won't go. And Hisui just gives him a sad look and says, don't push yourself. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, ah, uh, yeah, and closes the door in her face. Uh, yeah, he he slams the door in her face because he can't take her puppy dog eyes. Uh-huh. She just cares about him, Ben. Don't mm-hmm. be mean to Hisui. He starts muttering to himself, wondering why Yumizuka wants to meet this late and, like, thinking about vampire legends while picking up his knife. Uh-huh. And he sneaks out and runs to the park. Hisui is certainly watching him go on the security cameras, being sad. Yeah, and then the scene you get is basically the same as the main route, um, except for the very ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot that this is, like, a mostly a repeat. Yeah, that all of that is unique to the bad end. Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. Like, from here on, it's basically the same scene until the until the end triggers or mm-hmm. uh Chigi doesn't you yeah know, it's like the the bad ends for cl at the end yeah yeah so if you do that's what happens if you stay in and that just sets a flag saying oh it's not gonna go well for you buddy uh if we do choose to go out looking for yumizuka what happens then well uh we can't give up on the love interest also shiki literally can't get her out of his head he he changes into real clothes, Ben. Wild. No, no sex longer pajamas. in pajamas. Unfortunately, while he's trying to leave, Akiha's there. Uh huh. She's very active at night. It seems like. Yeah. Huh. Um. It's fascinating how little Akiha we've gotten up to this point. Uh huh. Like it is supposedly her route. Um, we have not focused on her at all. This is a good moment with her, though. Yes. Uh, she's really nice to Shiki again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she Um, seems really nervous about him. She just got back from school. It's not that late yet, but, like, uh she's worried about him going out since he didn't come back till after midnight yesterday. She's like, okay, I'm worried about you getting hurt, but I know I can't stop you. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, oh, right, yeah. And then as Shiki leaves, uh, she weakly asks, you'll come back, won't you? And he promises to return. He Uh makes a lot of promises. He promises to return? Takes one step outside and is like, I'll probably never set foot back in the mansion. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes to the shopping district where all the murder victims have been found. Uh Uh-huh. Murder victims be shopping. Yep. He wanders around for a while, uh, goes to the park. This is the first time that we've seen the park background on this Mm -hmm. route, and I cheered a little, because, like... Love that park. We've seen so much of the inside of... We've seen the classroom, and we've seen inside of the Tono Mansion. Uh, We finally get the park. Love the park. Uh, This is where the bad end and uh, actual route meet back up when he gets to the park finally because he wandered around for you know three hours or whatever trying to find her and then he gets to the park like after midnight either way uh and he immediately gets a horrible chill and Uh grips the knife uh to cool his head 
I think it, yeah, every ounce of human instinct is telling him to run away. Mm-hmm. He I found... Love... Hmm? Yeah, I Go just ahead. love how how good Shiki's instincts are, and then the amount that he just completely ignores them. He has no interest in following his instincts. Um, yeah, so he finds Yumizuka crouched, pale, breathing heavy, and scratching at her throat. Poor girl. Uh-huh. Um, and he she, runs to her. Yeah, she's not doing well. Um, Shiki has one mode, and it is the help girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even when, yeah. Yumizuka's he, like, no, stay away. I think he could take another couple of sips of respecting women juice instead of just helping women juice. Yes, absolutely. She, she like, begs him to stay away. And then also says that now that he's here, everything's okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, she she tries to put on a face like everything's okay. It's so clear that she's uh, faking a smile. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like, what's going on? And she's like, well, uh, I killed all those people yesterday. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Remember yep. when I told you I killed all those people? And he's like, you're a serial killer. She's like, I guess, yeah. He asks if she is the one doing all the killings, and she says yes. Yeah, that's, Which that's is interesting, because like, it's definitely Why? wrong. <laughs> also, um, Shiki should just realize that timeline doesn't match up. Yeah, um, he like, hasn't figured out that she really is a baby vampire yet. Well, but she was in school three days ago. I know, he's a dumbass. Uh, uh, yeah. is full of great lines. I killed those people, and I'll keep on doing the same thing. I can't just lie about it, can I? She's very good. Uh, um, he calls her name, and she's like, no, call me by my first name. And then he calls her Yumizuka again. Uh-huh. <laughs> first name's wrong. Her uh, Surname. Is the surname? Yeah. I always get that surname. backwards. Wait. So, given name is... Surname and forename. Yeah? <laughs> no, forename isn't a thing. So, yeah, he uh, calls her Yumizuka again, and... Oh, man, this scene rules is the thing. Uh, yeah, it it's incredible. So, let's see. She says that she's been watching him for a long time, even before he saved her from the shed. And she says she's been a coward, desperate to fit in, and that's why um people treat her like she's special. Mm-hmm. And she looks up to him because he's laid back and cool and never had anything to prove. Her oh, only right, dream. yeah, yeah. This is, this is, sorry. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I will, anyway. You lost your place for a sec? That's fine. Huh? Did you lose your place for a sec? Yeah. It's the, it's incredible that she's like, hey, uh, this is back a bit, so we can just cut this. But it's incredible <laughs> that she's like, hey, I'm calling you by your first name, so you have to do it back. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she even says then that her dream was to get her to talk to her. To, to him to talk to her to call her Yumizuka-san, but it was too small a dream in reference to, yeah. the, na- to the name thing and more. It was my goal to talk to you and let you call me Yumizuka-san. Now that I think about it, it was too small of a wish. Mm-hmm. And we get choice four. What does Shiki think of Yumizuka? Does he like her? Does he hate her? Or can he not answer? Well, I like Yumizuka, so... Shiki also does. I think when or, I did the bad end, I did sure. um can't answer, and then I did like her, 
it basically leads to the same thing. Yeah, I figured. I'm I'm going to I this is a tr- scene that is shared between all three routes, mm-hmm. so I'm choosing one per route. That makes sense. I said, I'm going with like her, because confessing to the monster vampire girl who just murdered a crowd of people is still better than banging your sister, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he says he doesn't know, but he can't leave her alone, and kind of stumbles into admitting that he ha- might have a crush on her. And then I wrote down, she's absolutely gonna die, huh? <laughs> yeah, he stammers out a confession, and she seems unhappy. <laughs> she's stunned. Oh, yeah, yeah, this this entire, yeah, um, Yumizuka looks at me aghast, I stare back at her, no, she shakes her head, she seems about to burst into tears, I don't want that, Yumizuka-san? Because that, that just makes it look stupid. And she spits out blood. God, can you imagine? This is the bit where, um, <laughs> she becomes a vampire. She thinks that Shiki is somehow close to death and wants to impress him, and she becomes a vampire, and her conclusion is, I will kill as many people as I can to become like him. And then, in this moment, realizes that he kind of just had a crush on her, and it could have been so much easier just to talk to him. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Realizing that... Right, right. Because Shiki's entire confession is like, hey, you're cute and i liked you before you turned mm-hmm. and then she's like <laughs> yeah i had not uh-huh. i had not written this down or realized it at the time but looking back on it i'm like oh yeah right because because his confession is about the old her <laughs> yeah uh-huh uh she spits out blood he rushes in and touches her very cold shoulders uh cold yumizuka is cold arcweird theory stolen valor <laughs> <laughs> But Ben, her breath is still warm. It's fucked up, Ben. It's they can't play hot, fast, and loose with these temperatures like this. I almost it's... said play hot and loose with these temperatures. <laughs> <laughs> um, it 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 is less egregious than the rest of the ways that bodies cease to function in this uh-huh. route and in this game, actually. Uh, may, you know what? Maybe her breath's warm because she clearly just had a snack before coming here yeah uh she mutters his name and collapses into his arms uh and he's like wow you're so cold from the weather oh god uh shiki is uh not not um good at at Mm -hmm. figuring things out it's okay if you don't like me shiki-kun because i really didn't understand you at all until now either See, this is the oh. stuff I'm talking about, Fan. Yeah. She understands when she becomes a vampire. Well, yeah, when she was forced to... <laughs> she had a choice. Are we talking about this now? <laughs> when she was forced to eat humans to yeah. survive, mm-hmm. I think she realized, oh, I understand Shiki better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it's part of the the process of becoming a monster. See, I guess my thing is that <sighs> unlike a lot of other type moon stuff, this game has a very fatalistic view of what your species means. Yeah, that might. Well, so yeah, some I think part that of lessens that is over time. True. This route, yeah. I guess I don't want to spoil the the overarching mm-hmm. uh, plot of this route, but it is certainly. 
It certainly doubles back on that. Whereas, like, CL's was more about how do we deal with the bad things that we've done. Mm-hmm. This route feels more like... Arcoid's route. Arcoid's route, yeah. Arcoid doesn't get... Arcoid in her route is doomed because of who she is and what she is and one mistake that she made. Yes. This also feels a little like you're, she has become a vampire, she is doomed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is why we don't get a cool hanging out with Yubizuka as a vampire route. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think she definitely wanted to understand him is the vibe I'm getting. She just couldn't bridge that gap until she had a very strong reason to try. Right? Yeah. Which, sorry, I zoned out for a sec. Um, I think that's kind of what I'm saying, is mm-hmm. that, like, becoming a vampire doesn't necessarily make you evil. You yeah. just get hungry, and you can't satisfy that with normal food. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, I don't... Like, we haven't seen a vegan vampire yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think that they would survive very long, based on... No. The physiology of vampires. But... They, they're too hungry, fam. Yeah. But, like, I think that's the thing for me, is that it's like... Oh, it... it I don't... Yeah. This was all always part of Yumizuka. Mm-hmm. It was just a part that she didn't let out. Um, But now it's been forced to the surface. Uh-huh. I guess I always come back to the line from... uh. Just from the first time when Shiki kills Arcweed, and he thinks that he never even considered that it might be the wrong thing to do. That's what I'm always coming back to. So she says the thing about how she didn't understand him before, but now she does, uh, because she's become like him. Mm-hmm. And she sinks her teeth into him, and he immediately starts to feel his life force ebb. She, yep, that sure does happen, Ben. <laughs> He's dying immediately, and but manages to, like, throw her off. Uh-huh. And I wrote, this is wild that this happens in the real route. How does he not vamp out? <laughs> That's a good question, Ben. It's a great question. We get just my favorite CG of her. Oh. Like, by the fountain, I... back on the ground, like, leaning back with blood all over her lips and smiling. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. She, yeah, she looks a little hurt, just a trickle of blood from her mouth down to her chin. It describes her as being like she's drunk in this moment, and I can yeah. s- feel that through that. Yeah, Yumizuka sits as if in a drunken stupor. Uh-huh. And, yep, uh-huh, it rules. All of Yumizuka's, uh, um, sprites are are quite good. Uh-huh. Uh, he is immediately in horrible pain. He says that something black is invading his body through the puncture wound. Uh-huh. Uh, he's writhing in pain. So my notes went from, oh, she gonna turn cheeky? To, oh, never mind, she just wanted to sip. To, uh, oh, yep, she definitely turned it in him. <laughs> he asks to know what she's done, and she says, it's okay, it only hurts at first. First it hurts, but when the blood mixes, it should die down. Don't worry, Mm -hmm. I won't kill you. I poured my blood in properly so you won't collapse and crumble away like those failures from last night. You will only look at me from now on. (sighs) Ah, 
we got the Sindire uh, representation with the Kiha, and now we got the Yandire. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yandere. Oh, she rules, Ben, is the thing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she... So, last night, the reason that that monster attacked her, the dead attacked her, was because she was fucking around trying to figure out how to turn him into a vampire like her. Uh-huh. Ah, <sighs> what a girl. So much initiative. <laughs> So, yeah, she's like, I'm turning you into a vampire, and not only that, you're going to be my servant. Yay! Yay! And we get a little bit of information of what the fuck happened. Turns out, she didn't believe him that he was the one wandering around the shopping district at night. So she went there, looking for him the other day. Uh And she woke up in that back alley. Always that same fucking back alley. There's Uh, only one, Ben. Deeply thirsty. There's zero other back alleys. There's no other back alleys. She woke up in that alley, confused, alone, no information, and a little thirsty. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows a lot about what being what it's like to be a vampire for not having been told anything. So she says, My body hurts because it's being destroyed very fast, and the sunlight acts as a catalyst. If I want to stop it, I need the genetic information of the same type of living organism as myself. Weird wild it's so it makes so much more sense in the future but i love that like she's like oh mm, dna tasty uh-huh um. um yeah so she became a vampire grabbed someone and drained them felt bad for a second and then was like well humans eat animals so this is fine for me yeah it's Seems too fast fan. what it's too fast to be a normal person like reaction I don't, I don't know that I look at all of the, uh, forcing a smile and, like, um, laughs that she does and think that she has entirely processed what she is. No, you're, you're right about that. She, she is enjoying herself, but it's like there's, like, a layer down there that is also a little bit freaked out. Yes. But she's definitely also enjoying herself. This is, she is having too much fun. Sure. It's like when Shiki makes her think about it, she starts to get weird. Yeah. So, yeah, she says that um, she's starting to have fun being a vampire. Tonight's been fun. And, oh, this is a great line. You understand, don't you, Shiki-kun? You're you're a much better killer than I am. Here I wrote down, uh, how does she know about his eyes? Uh, And it's not that. It's just that she has been observing him. Uh-huh. And has realized that he has a gentle side and a dangerous one. A scary side. She wasn't just being shy, she was scared of that scary side of him. She was yeah. she didn't understand it. And now she gets it, and she knows what it's like to enjoy killing. I I don't remember if she like explicitly says this, but it's like he Shiki tries to keep his dangerous side in check. Uh-huh. Um his mere existence is flirting with death, though. Uh-huh. So, Both like, ways. He, can, he can try to keep it in check, and nothing he can do will protect, mm-hmm. or will stop other creatures from looking at him and saying, that is a killer. Yeah, she's got great senses about these things, and I think it's partly that she, unlike a lot of the other vampires we see, she isn't, like, so clouded by a superiority complex that she can't see him for what he is. Yeah. Like, Chaos doesn't get it. No one gets that he's that dangerous because they always think that he's just some human. But she doesn't have that baggage yet. So she's like, she is able to recognize 
that he is the big, the greatest monster of all. Sorry, Ben. He she is able to recognize that he is a natural born killer by his nature. Uh huh. You're the same as me. It doesn't matter if you like or hate people. You could kill anyone, right? He's like, this is ridiculous. Another great line. Uh, you see someone and for no reason your heart throbs and your throat goes dry. And then uh -huh. he's he remembers the moment that he saw the back of Archimedes' head the other night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he, that exact reaction happened to him. Yep. Uh-huh. So... She's like, I put my blood in your body. You're going to turn into a vampire. Sorry that it hurts so much. Now stand up. And he does. And he stops hurting. Mm. She calls She calls him a good boy. Is that right? Yes. Uh -huh. And then Ben. <laughs> Yumizuka top theory. <laughs> she orders him to come hold her hand to make uh -huh. her happy. Uh, instead, he backs away. Yep. And she's she gives us like nonplussed face. Uh. And Shiki, something's going on with Shiki. And he starts to recognize her as an enemy. Uh-huh. And pushes down the poison of her blood. And she starts to get mad. Yeah, she's she's hurt. <laughs> yeah. He uh, says something about how there's mud in his body. Uh, referring to her blood. Which is a very, like, dismissive way to refer to it. Shiki refuses to ever give up. And he's like, okay... We're we're gonna figure out how to turn you back, and she's like, y you can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, she's like, you should already be one of my limbs. I think she says something like, huh, uh huh. Uh, which in refer referring to the vampire turning him into a servant. CL also says this about uh, Arkweed trying to uh, turn him in the the last route. She says something about how he will be no better than like one of her limbs. Yeah part of her body and she does yumizuka wonders if someone already owns him uh-huh hmm. i it is um let's see yeah i think it's pretty clear yeah i guess it's not clear at this point why she it's still she, a little fuzzy but um i thought it's either because roa or it's because of akiha yeah i think it's it's yeah, it's interesting that he, if he doesn't think about it, he will obey her orders, but yeah. like with effort, he cannot. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's um, cool. Uh, she... So he asks her about her pain and she says she's constantly in pain and that blood will mitigate the pain. And she's scared that who she is is fading away, but that she could bear it if she wasn't alone, which is a great line. Mm -hmm. Well... And yeah, she's worried about losing the person she was, but she doesn't want to go back. Yeah. Uh, no, she doesn't want to go back. She wants him to help her on this journey. She's like, what the heck are you talking about? Uh, -huh. uh I can't help you if I, if we don't turn you back. And she's mm -hmm. like, no, you can help me be my friend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Oh God, yeah, there's so many great lines here. He uh -huh. asks her about her feeling cold, and she says it's so cold that she feels like her fingers might fall off, but she can bear it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Are, you're asking me for help, and she says, you can't help me that way. I can't go back. Um, And she, he asks how she ended up this way, and she says she doesn't know. She kind of wished she died, but now she'll do whatever it takes to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
He says something about how she was so different just two days ago. She says, being a creature on your side was like a dream. She wishes she could go back, but she can't. So she won't. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she laughs at him for for still thinking about turning her back. Honestly, you're so kind. It's a great contradiction for someone who loves to kill to be so gentle about everything else. (laughs) Um. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So we get the the become my friend line. She's using her mystic eyes to take control of his mind. Or trying to. Love you. Uh-huh. Um and see. he Oh yeah, she runs at his throat again while trying to pin him in place with her eyes and he throws himself out of the way and uh slices through her thigh. Not all the way through. His glasses are still on. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't so much as his body reacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he bolts. And I was like, oh, dude, you've got to finish this fight, man. (laughs) Boss fight music. (laughs) Love the boss fight music. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This, I love him thinking about, um, he's like, Thinking about trying to fight her being impossible, he says it's like if he was trying to kill an apple or a tomato, because t- a tomato can't reasonably fight back against you. Uh-huh. This is wrong, because he is literally the most one of the most suited people in the world to fight back against a, mo- a vampire, but he's still human, so he still has this impulse of, I can't fight that, that's a predator. So this is again where I was like, his needle for how dangerous something is is completely thrown off in this route compared to last route, right? Mm-hmm. He never met Ark. He never killed Chaos. He doesn't realize that this girl is nothing to him. Uh-huh. She, she's a baby vampire, and yeah, she's like more powerful than a vampire her like rank should be. But she's still struggling to stay alive, and this is where I'm like, the stakes in this route feel lower. Which also, in some ways, makes it scarier, because he yeah. isn't capable of fighting these things. I think it's he's fighting alone a lot more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's that he doesn't have any experience fighting vampires. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and so he's like, I don't know how to do this, and then his yeah. body like, uh, reacts on its own, and he's like, I, I still don't know how to do this though. <laughs> I, I mean, I survived, but I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna count on instinct to, like, get me through this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's really interesting. He's like, this is the most terrifying thing I can imagine, uh, even though she is, like, mundane by the magical standards. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's special, but, like, not compared to something like Chaos or something like Roa. Yeah. She is a normal-ass vampire in a lot of ways. Yep. So, he's running, and, uh... She's following after him. And uh, how does she get his attention? <gasps> she throws a whole ass body at him. <laughs> well, just not, not the well, whole thing. She killed okay, the head. Ben. Uh, minus the head. <laughs> Wild. He gets like slammed to the ground as this like dead, crumpled, like broken body hits him. And she's like waving the head around and throws it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, she she's says, like, don't don't eat drunk people. <laughs> Yeah, the, it tastes bad. She's like, "You're gonna need, you're gonna need higher quality blood than that when you turn into a vampire." Yeah, yeah. She, apparently, the guy just like walked out of a place and bumped into her, so she tore him to shreds and dragged him along for a while. Uh huh. 
Yeah, horrible. She also hit Shiki with the body. She said her aim is too good now. Her reflexes are too good. <laughs> She's like very gleeful about this. Uh huh. She meant to just like get his attention, but instead she, uh, I don't think she broke a leg, but like yeah, she definitely knocked she him down. Him up a bit. Yeah, yeah. So she, she again harps on this like Shiki is a mass murderer thing. Uh huh. I don't think anything of killing people. Talking humans and edible humans are different. Even you make a distinction between human friends and friends to be killed, right, Tanakun? God. This girl. She's so good, Ben. She does say oh. that she felt guilty about killing people at first, but that uh, beyond the guilt of killing people, the wonderful feeling of taking their lives away is many times stronger. Evil. Evil. And this is, I think this ties back into what I, what my point is, is that like... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, we don't have to. No, no, tell me, that. tell me. Is that, like, she did feel bad at first. Mm-hmm. And it took being forced into killing people yeah. to make her realize how much fun it was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It wasn't a thing that was like, oh, I'm a vampire now, I don't care. Yeah, was, no, no, no. You're totally right about that. Um. Yeah, it was, I am forced to do this thing. Oh hey, maybe this kind of this kind of rules. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think there's like a, a euphoric effect that the being a vampire introduces to murder. That that, that like makes it easier. That might be true. Mm-hmm. I think it's But it's, she's definitely like still for a while I think at this point right now, she's like pretty much gone on the feeling bad about it front. Well, yeah, uh, Shiki even realizes he's like, uh, there's none of the carefree girl I liked left. Uh-huh. Well, she's carefree, just in a very different way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, she says something about how she wants to enjoy killing, and he's like, no, that's a lie, and then, like, he thinks about, uh, the don't tell lies that can't even fool yourself. Uh-huh. Um, well, he hasn't killed anyone at this point, right? Wait, no, he hasn't. Yeah, that's what I mean, is he he still wants to believe that he won't enjoy killing people. Oh, yeah, the lie is that she uh, can be saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says that he can't save her out loud and takes off. It takes his knife out and takes off his glasses. So he, <sighs> he can't save her that way. So he's going to save her a different way. Uh-huh. For the first time, I accept this vision in order to kill someone. And then she fucking sends him fucking flying. With one <laughs> powerful blow. Uh-huh. This is, uh... Shiki fighting an opponent who he cannot at all keep up with. No. No, not at all. Um, she's impressed that he can still move at all. And says that he's so slow, it looks to her like he stopped moving. Mm-hmm. Wild. Uh, I said that finally his human limitations have caught up to him, or maybe she's just the smartest vampire we've seen in this game so far. I think that's true. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, she's like, yeah, if you had a gun, it wouldn't help either. Um, Fen, this is an important yeah. question. If Sh Shiki shoots someone in the point of death, would that kill them? Yeah. I think, I think I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. does, does it require contact? I think that if anyone shoots anyone else in their point of death, it would be... it would have the same effect? 
I don't think it's, so. I think it's just that Shiki can that. see where those are. The thing is that the point of death is always somewhere really like that's going to be injuring anyway, right? Yeah. But I do think that um I don't think that anyone could hit the point of death besides him and like have the effect of killing the concept of the person. If you mean in the sense that cuz I think it's like oh, you were 1 millimeter to the left is where I guess I'm at. But 1 millimeter to the left still still basically killed him when Roa did that. Yeah, no, but he still survived. Only because of a Akiha. Yeah, but if, if he'd actually been stabbed in his point of death, he would have just ceased exist. Ceased existing. I think that it's something to do with the... I think that the eyes fixes the point of death in a way that can be interacted hmm. with. You're saying quantum point of death theory. Yeah, I don't think that Shiki could see where the point of death is, put his glasses back on, and then do it. It, it, I think like, with the thing with the mystic eyes is that the keeping your eyes fixed on the person is so important. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, it depends on what you're doing with them. Mm-hmm. I think all Shiki is seeing are things that already exist. Yeah, but I don't think that they... Arcoid, I don't think that okay. other people can interact with them. Okay. Arcoid says... Everything carries its death with it. That's true. That part's true. But I'm saying, like, someone can't run their fingers along your body and find your death lines. Those don't exist for you. They only exist for him when he's looking at them. I think... Hmm. Because otherwise, right... people's fingers would sink into their skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right in that sense. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I... I'm gonna hold on to my... Because, like... Yeah. This is another question that has no answer, probably. I will hold on to my belief that points of death exist, and, like, if you happen to hit one, you'll have the same effect as Shiki. I'm just not convinced they're in the same spot and could be hit in that way, right? I, I don't th think that they move. I think like, that death lines do change, uh, depending on the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that it's basically static. But, yeah, I, I just don't think that you could interact the same way. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I have I, no evidence either way, obviously. Yeah. But the death line, the death point definitely exists. You're right about that. But whether or not someone else can activate it without having mystic eyes of death perception, I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll have to wait till Garden of Sinners to see if Shiki shoots anyone with a gun. <laughs> to death uh-huh girl shiki better shiki better shiki gender shiki <laughs> oh ben i can't wait can't wait for all that gender um she said yubizuka's like i'm gonna be a little rough on you but don't worry i'll keep your head and your heart intact so i can still do something with you <laughs> <laughs> uh -uh. love her love her uh and she throws him and then he goes blind for a little while uh-huh uh, the, the background cuts out, which is great. Uh, it goes black. And he, uh -huh. like, manages to dodge a bunch of attacks totally blind. Yeah, his ability to stay alive is incredible. There's a great line about that, like, later in this route, where CL talks about it. Um, uh-huh. That I can't yeah. wait to get to. We'll talk about it then, but, uh -huh. like, he's, he's so... He, yeah, he's he really cool. Death. Yeah. 
It's, he's been close to death for a long time. Uh, we've, so. We already know that he's like, he's very, uh, um, what's the word? Resistant to outside death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, but he's like on a hair trigger for dying from the inside. Yeah. Which is not to say like inside of him, but like uh, him causing his own death. Yeah. So uh, she screams at him to accept there's nothing he can do. He somehow manages to get behind her, which is wild, but he can't see anything. So he can't hit her uh, death lines. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he does manage to cut her a little bit and then is like, oh, no, Yumizuka, are you OK? And she punts him. <laughs> Uh, his eyes start working again. Mm-hmm. Punched so hard he goes blind, and then punched again so hard he goes sighted. It's a hell of a night for him. Uh, let's see. He's just crumpled in that alley again. I don't know if it's the exact same alley, but there's only one alley. Uh-huh. And she's screaming at him that he's a liar, that he said he'd come help if she was in a pinch. Uh, it's not her fault she became a monster, and she's just slamming the wall around his head, like, constantly and screaming. Uh-huh. Uh, um, yeah. She just, she just wants his help. Uh-huh. That's all. Um, also, well, also, she wants to be, she wants to have someone validate that what she is doing is the right thing. Yes. So badly. She wants to, she wants to be saved still. And yeah. not, she can't be saved that way. So he's got to save her by becoming her knight. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <sighs> Poor girl. Yeah. She sort of, like, realizes how badly he's hurt and snaps back to, like, pseudo-normal for a minute. And Shiki does what he does whenever he's about to be killed. And he's like, oh, don't blame yourself. It's okay. It's not your fault. You're <laughs> the victim here, really. Um, And he says that the only thing he can offer her now... Is his blood. Uh-huh. And he promises that he'll be with her. Yeah. Good. Uh, great line. I think my voice was kinder than I ever was. Oh, Shiki. <sighs> Sometimes I really like Shiki. Uh-huh. It's a problem. Yeah. But uh, sometimes he's really good. This route has a lot of good Shiki stuff. It absolutely does. Yeah, him realizing that, like, oh, well, I've been so mean to you for so long. Um, I should, I should give you something. Mm-hmm. Is uh, is a lot. Um, and she says, "I really want to, but if I do that, I really will be hopeless." Is the next line? It's the sort of the like wordless understanding between them. Mm-hmm. And he says, just do it. Like, I know you must still have a human heart deep down, but just go for it. And we get a very similar CG to when Ark almost drinks his blood. Uh, So Shiki is back in his sex pajamas, which is traditional. (laughs) And she bites him. And he can't move. His body heat is is fading. And uh, this is where it splits between if you got that bad end or not. You want to talk about the bad end first? Um, if you got the bad end, this is literally the perfect ending. What an ending. He just, he just gives in and he's like, okay. He starts to think of that summer day. His heart beats one final time. He screams and then he's dead. Yep. And, uh, he presumably comes back as a vampire, but we don't get to see that. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a shame. Um, 
Does he? I guess he must. Uh, I, I assume that whatever she's doing here will completely destroy whatever will he had left to resist becoming a vampire. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. More blood. More blood. So... so hmm? oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about the Seal Sensei's lesson? Yeah, we'll just cover that real quick. He just says that uh, he doesn't have enough focus to know, like, throw her off right away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't have a reason to fight her. I, I wonder if the game is tracking Yumizuka affection in the, exa- in the same way that it's tracking other girls. Because she says something about needing uh, to be better to Akiha or to be better to Yumizuka. It does not. It does not. Okay. Only the five main girls. Yeah, there's only a couple correct. things. I'm so glad you have answers to questions like that. Uh-huh. Um, I would love to have a, like, actual relationship chart in the game, but oh well. Oh, can't wait for Stay Night, Fen. It's it's great, Ben. Does it's it's it was so overwhelming seeing it for the first time, and I was like, <laughs> oh right, this is like a date. A, it's not a dating sim, but me at the time being like, oh, oh this is a dating sim, huh? Uh huh. Does Ilya have a relationship chart? Yep. Okay. And you okay. can get bad ends by not having enough friendship with her. Good. Um. <laughs> great. Love bad ends. Uh huh. So, I wrote. Yeah, right. Uh, Seal Sensei lesson. Mm-hmm. What? What? It, first off, what an ending! Literally what a great perfect. Ending. Like just everything. Everything is great. Uh huh. I was like, yeah, this is a great end for Yumizuka. But you know what? I still love the Yumizuka stuff that comes after this. Throughout the route, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh huh. I was like, oh, it can't get better than this. And then I was like. I don't know. I like it. I like it both ways. Uh huh. Mm hmm. You want to get back to uh, what actually happens not in the bad end? Yeah. He see- feels his body heat starting to fade. He can't move at all, but he sees a flash of Force Femme Ash Ketchum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. He sure does, Ben. And he pushes her off. Uh huh. Um, well, no, he, right, no. He embraces yeah. her closer and stabs her death point. <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, he remembers that he made a promise to Akiha, and he doesn't actually, it's not a death point. He doesn't know about those yet. Uh, but he does slide the blade gently into the death line on her chest, and she starts to fade. That's how it, it's, it's a death point. Death point kills you instantly. Uh, we definitely see other people get stabbed in their death point and take a minute to totally. die. Totally, but he definitely says that it's a death line. Yeah, I. Yeah, this is this is this is evidence in my bucket of you can stab a death point without meaning to. I think you. I think he can. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, she her strength immediately evaporates. And he says he apologizes for not being able to help her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I so right before this, I wrote, "Oh fuck off, Akiha." This is literally a perfect ending. Um, and then I was like, "Oh, never mind." Actually, this is the the Shiki CL scene where uh, mm-hmm. CL is desperately wants him to kill her. Uh huh. Uh, except that Shiki actually went through with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he has to live with. It. We have to watch him yeah, live with what he just it, did. Yeah, I oh. I I enjoy both versions of this is the thing because 
because him giving in to her is like literally perfect. Uh-huh. Um but also so is him him deciding that like he he has to keep living uh killing her and then being like, "Well, fuck. Now I have to live." Every now and then for the rest of the route, he'll like mutter something to Yumizuka. Uh-huh. Oof. It's incredible. It's great. So he said he thinks to himself that at least he can let her have a painless death and her eyes turn back to brown and with a horrible like peaceful tone she says that she knew he couldn't be with her but that it was nice that even if only for a moment he chose her mhm in that case maybe dying like this isn't so bad all the pain is gone and the scary emotions have disappeared like magic vampires give you vampire transformation gives you scary emotions theory mhm uh, and her body starts to turn t- to ash from the feet up. And she don't got feet. <laughs> wow. Um. She comments that she feels a little warm from being close to him and that that's nice. Mm. And he is fucking devastated because he just wants her to scream and claw and curse so that he can distance himself from this moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he starts crying, and she says, You really are kind. After I did all those horrible things, you still cry for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, she says she d- wishes she didn't have to go so that they could be classmates again, but that he did the right thing. And then she re- she repeats her line from the when they split up, that night they walked home together. Seems I won't be able to talk to you anymore. Well, my house is this way, so this is goodbye then. And she says goodbye, thank you, and sorry, and then she's gone. Yeah, God, what a what an incredible ending. Uh huh. And he's filled with remorse, drowning in regret, and he starts to drag himself back to the mansion somehow. Uh huh. What's waiting for him? Luckily, well, luckily, probably luckily, Akiha meets him and is like, "Why you're not in great shape?" Yeah, I was like. He drank vampire blood. I can't imagine that just goes away, because Yumizuka's dead. Wait, he didn't drink. Well, he it was implanted into his body. Yeah, and he also had some of his blood taken away. Uh-huh, lots of it, in fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's, um, what's Akiha do? Well, so first, this was a moment where I realized, like, oh, right, she doesn't have a sprite. So yeah. it's hard to, like, it's hard to internalize how hurt he is at uh-huh. any one point. Because I'm like, I I have no idea what normal Shiki looks like. How fucked up does he look? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's like, I I think back to uh, Arkuid's, like, taped up stomach thing. You know, uh, Sprite, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. <gasps> and, okay. and it's also hard because he gets healed so quickly in the la- in every route besides Arkuid's. Yeah. It's hard to really figure out how bad it what really was. Yeah. So uh um, what's what's she do when he gets back? Akiha brings him to the sitting room. Um she's, she's trying her best not to panic. Uh-huh. Um realizes that well, he he's gross. I mean, he was like rolling around on the ground and and wallowing uh, in blood. Almost smooching girls in a back alley, so of course he's he's grimy. Um uh so instead he uh or yeah sorry 
instead of actually taking a bath, Akiha like uh, uses a washcloth to clean him off. I was desperately worried it was going to take a weirdly sexual tone here. It absolutely doesn't, thankfully. Thankfully. Um... She, and then, yeah, and she makes him food, which is like she makes him food. First reference we've ever gotten to a Kiha being able to cook. Yeah, um, that's wild. I wish that we got a detail of it was horrible, but uh huh. Um, yeah, it's uh, Shiki is completely silent during all of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, or he doesn't say anything. Uh huh. It's very um, reminiscent of the CL root version of him killing Arcoid. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. He he feels terrible, but like at least there he like he can say like I did something fucked up. Mhm. Well, yeah. Yeah. But in this he's case, racked with guilt either yeah. way. Yeah. Although, yeah, um, in the Arcweed route, he thinks he's done something worse because the person didn't do anything to in any way deserve what he did to them. Yes. Um but yeah, like, he doesn't not go home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she heals him without, and we don't really see much of anything about that. Uh, she tells him to get some rest, and he freaks out at the idea of uh, her disappearing when they're, when she, after she brings him to his room, and he p- hugs her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he murmurs something about- It takes a about, while to, like, shake him off. Uh-huh. And then, and then Ben, uh, she basically says, sorry, bud, you're on your own for this one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I cannot give you answers. You have to solve your own problems. And he, it, like, that line hits him so hard. He, like, kind of comes back to being a person again. Uh, uh-huh. I said, wow, CL will never, would never actually hold him accountable for his actions like that. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about that, that scene again. When she like, no, you're a good person. You can re- repent for your actions. I can't. Uh huh. That yeah. I don't think Akiha is is like condemning him. Yeah. But she's certainly like, I, I can't be the one to help you solve whatever you're going through. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to figure that out on your own. Right before she leaves, she said that she won't ask what happened, but she had a strong premonition that he would never return, just like the one she had eight years ago. Hmm. Hmm. Um, we get a sprite of her blushing. She says that even if he couldn't save that person he had been muttering about Yumizuka, he saved her from that premonition coming true. <laughs> and then, I will be very clear so my slow Nissan can understand. I'm saying please don't leave your cute little sister all alone again. <laughs> uh, and she says that he won't look like that. He, she won't allow him to look like that tomorrow. Um, and I was sure that he was going to question what just happened, the healing that just happened. Mm -hmm. And he never does. Never comes up. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, he falls into bed, thinking about what happened. He apologizes to Yumizuka and says that he has to do, he has to live, he has to believe that what he did was right. But also it was a sin. (laughs) And he must be punished for it. Yeah, it's fascinating that he's like, I, listen... I have to, I will decide not to regret killing you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I'm definitely going to regret killing you. <laughs> yeah, this is different than, like, killing Chaos or killing Roa. This is the first, like, almost innocent. 
that he's yeah, killed. Yeah, which is the, like, comes back to, where is that line? Um, it's, it's true of this route, like, chronologically, but it's also, um, to some extent, like, true globally that, like, him saying for the first time, or thinking, for the first time I accept this vision in order to kill someone, mm-hmm. is like, this is the first time when he's like, oh, I have to do this. Yeah. Not in a, or I will die, but in a, like, to to do the right thing, this is mm-hmm. what I must do. Yeah, yeah, it's like, Arkweed gets to come back, he doesn't have to feel that guilt forever. It, it fades instantly, pretty much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yumizuka isn't, doesn't get to come back in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Except that, like, well, yeah, I don't want to... Yeah. I mean, she's not going to come back. I just mean, like, he is going to live with the guilt of killing her for the rest of, well, the rest of this route, certainly. Uh-huh. Probably um, every route is going to at least partly involve that. Because she, she's the mid-boss of this, of this, uh, of the far side. Uh, yes, but the scene where Shiki kills her is, different. is um, unique? Is that correct? It's got to be because he won't wouldn't be thinking about Akiha. Yeah, he's going to be thinking about the cheerful girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm really curious what, how that whole thing goes if you, uh, yeah. If you picked, if you were on a different girl's route. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited for the maid's roots, even I if I've heard some rough things happen. Can them. hardly wait. So. What do you think of of our uh, lost girl, Yumizuka? Ben. I love her. Her micro arc. I think she's fascinating. It's, yeah. She's, she's incredible. The, the first three days of this, I was like, oh, this is, one, this is food to me. (laughs) Um, she's, she's terrible, in the like, oh, she's awful, and I uh-huh. love her for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's got it all. She's got like unrepentant violence in the way that none of the other girls ever get to relish in. She's got like deep sadness over the things that she's done, uh, but she won't stop and doesn't believe that she should have to. Yeah, yeah. she's sad and also like uh excited and having a great time in a way that all like CL and Arkweed don't always get to do. She's the most forward with her, with her feelings yes. in like every way. Uh-huh. Uh or rather, yeah, it as Arkweed is similar as soon as she in gathers that. the power of being a vampire. Yeah. Um she's she's very open with like this is who I am. Yeah. And it's like, Arkweed would could get there, but she doesn't understand emotions enough to know what she wants. Yes. Um, and CL can't really... She won't let herself have what she wants. Yes, yeah. CL knows what she wants, and is like, is pretending that she's pretending to, to ask for what she wants. Uh-huh. And then Yumizuka knows what she wants, has been longing for it for years, but she's never felt strong enough to take it. Now she can have it and realizes that maybe she should have just tried earlier. Yeah. And is heartbroken. Incredible. Oh, tragedy is very good, is the thing. It's delicious, man. It's delicious. So, Um, here's the thing. 
I don't think a Yubizuka route would actually be very good. I think, I... I think that she, he would either prevent her from becoming a vampire or turn her back to human. That would be the arc of her story. Hmm. There's no, there's no ben... full route in a, in Tsukihime where she does these murders, lives as a, uh, dead apostle and still gets to be the love interest. I just realized that Yumizuka does in fact have a route and it's called Heaven's Feel. Ha! That's the thing. Yeah, she's, uh, uh I cannot wait to get to Heaven's Feel. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. I think I like Yumizuka more than I like Sakura, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I'm also, I don't hate Sakura. I just mm-hmm. know that most other people like Sakura more than I do. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like Sakura, but mostly just because I like uh, uh, BB and the BB Five or the Sakura Five. Yeah, I don't know I'm... enough about actual Sakura to really care. Sakura's fine. Yeah, Yumizuka's just like she's everything. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah, I do really think that uh, she would be underserved, especially underserved in her route, if she got a route after we've seen her just getting to be everything she wants to be. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that happens to everyone in Tsukihime, especially, who gets a root, is that they have to be as human as possible by the end in order to be romanceable. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, that's, like, partly, like, a down- me being a downer, and also partly me being... And that's why it's great she didn't get a root, because this is sick. This is, like, in- incredible kinetic like super compressed she gets the whole arc and two endings in three days yeah Mm -hmm. i think yeah i wonder what a route that is what people actually want from her like Like, vampire route with her yeah yeah and again i think I, i would love that i think it will be interesting to come back to this after we finish Heaven's Feel. Yeah. That is all I'll say. Mm-hmm. I know, I know some stuff happens in Heaven's Feel. I, I don't know all the details. What I'm trying to say there is, like, I think we could have had a route of evil Yumizuka. Mm-hmm. And maybe not when Tsukihime was made. Yeah, that's certainly by thing. the time uh, Stay Night is made, uh, that could have been a real thing that they did. Yeah, I think that they need confidence from a success in order to start moving in the direction where they're willing to be more take more risks with endings right yeah mm-hmm. like i like some of the endings it's just that yeah like they don't have the imagination of mass murderer uh gets to be in love at the end and still be kind of a monster yes. yet they'll get there fake fake grand order has a lot of like very flirty mass murderers. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, you got any other Yumizuka thoughts? Not right now. I think I'm part of that is also that we've had like an hour and a half of discussions that got cut from this episode. So uh-huh, uh-huh. or moved around or we've we've been arguing about how vampires work in this game for this entire episode. You probably catch caught some of it. But there's so much more. It's 
love my argument with you. Yeah, I will figure out a way to get as much of that into the episode as possible because uh-huh. like there is some legit good conversation there. Yeah, but, um, but we can't we can't have a five hour episode be our first if, <laughs> episode well, for. I just yeah. mean, if you're looking at the episode and going like, why is this three hours? Why does Fen sound like, uh, you know? Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does Fen sound like Faye's exhausted? It's because we had another hour and a half, two uh-huh. hours of recording that didn't make it. Five hours is a lot of podcast to record. We're, we're only at 445. Uh, my last thought was that earlier in my notes, I awarded Yumizuka Satsuki the official title of Most Boring Girl in Tsukihime. Uh, I officially take it back. It's back to being CL. Yeah, it's probably CL. <laughs> yeah, CL's the most boring girl in Tsukihime, even if I love her endings. Do we really not have any... Huh. I'm trying to think about if there are literally any other girls who aren't love interests. I don't think there's any named besides Yumizuka. Keiko. Yeah. Like girls? So, yeah. Girls. Not not moms, just girls. <laughs> yeah. I think I think CL's the Well huh. Yeah. I think I end up liking Yumizuka better than CL, probably. Uh-huh. Even if I love CL's whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CL's CL's My problem with CL is that she's overused a little bit at this point. Her being, like, a major, major character in Three Roots is uh, a little like, oh, she's just kind of the one they put in when they don't know what else to do, huh? Well, I I think it makes sense in that CL yeah. is tied to Roa, and so, like, is the... I think she knows the most, and, mm-hmm. like, certainly Arcoid could be that character, except that Arcoid's whole thing is that she's never talked to anyone. Yeah, I know. I get why it happens. It's just a little, um, the good stuff that I really like about CL comes at the end of her route. And yes, mostly and like tiny tastes here or there, but mostly only there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do still like her. She's just not like she every moment Arcoid spends on screen is a delight to me. And uh-huh. Yumizuka, like, made such a strong case for herself and didn't overstay her welcome one second. And um, Akiha is really interesting, even if I have mixed feelings about her root. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hisui is basically a robot, so I can't not like her. <laughs> and uh, Kohaku, whatever the fuck she's doing with her television and her drugs, is <laughs> prob- I'm, mo- I'm so curious about the maids. Maybe they'll take. Maybe they'll end up taking the title of one of uh, one of them being the most boring girl, Tsukihime. But right now, CL's I, reigning champion. Yeah, I think if we had to, based on what we know right now, I think it's probably Kohaku. Um, in terms of her only personality trait right now is mom. Mom who watches television. Yeah. And Which is, ha- like, is 16 years old with a pharmaceutical degree. That is, like, yes, that is fascinating backstory for her. She has uh-huh. very little, like, personality. I feel like the fact that she's got the last root means that there's something real, something big waiting in the wings. Yeah. I mean, like, yes, I'm talking right now in time, having played three routes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think CL is 
what we know about Ciel is more interesting than mm-hmm. Kohaku. That's fair. But there are there are secrets of Kohaku's to uncover, whereas there are not with Ciel. Like we know everything that we're gonna know about Ciel. Uh huh. Until um, Kagetsutana. Yes. <sighs> okay. What a great game, fan. How do we say goodbye to people then? Um, I. Oh, we didn't I, write yes, that, huh? Yes. What a fantastic, incredible game. Um, I wasn't expecting to be this fucking high on this game, fan. It's yeah. I was expecting to not like this game very much. I was expecting to have like, oh yeah, this part was kind of cool anyway. Uh, but I'm over here, the world's biggest fucking Tsukihime stand now. Uh-huh. I follow, I follow the Japanese Melty Blood account just so I can get pictures of Arcoid sometimes. I love you. I love um, you. Yeah. The game, especially at this point in the route, this game rules. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That was my, that was my overwhelming feeling was like, oh, I love, I love this. <laughs> I so regret telling people not to play along. With this game? Yes. Absolutely! Like, like, maybe two people would ever have done that, but still, like... If you've gotten this far, like, listen. You can just skip through the the, uh, one route, and then you start with the Kihas. Speaking of which, what are we doing next week, Ben? Or Uh, not next week, sorry. We're not going weekly. What are we doing in two weeks when we we come back? Our next episode. There we go. (laughs) What are we doing for next episode, Ben? Well, we're doing more Akiha. I, Fen, how much are we going to get through, do you think? Uh, day four through something. Ah, jeez, yeah, that's the problem, huh? Uh, let me, let me see. see. Hmm. Four through... Probably four through seven. I bet you we can get further than that. The whole middle of the route. Unless we're doing four episodes, we gotta get through like day nine. Yeah. No, I'm I'm trying to think about like where things pick up again. Um Um, let's see. Let's see. Day nine is where uh stuff happens with Day nine is where stuff happens with um CL. So that's yeah. probably where it really starts to pick up. So I'm going to say four through... We're probably not going to get to ten. Yeah. So Four through if nine. You're, if you're playing along and you're the one person who is, um, <laughs> I'm going to say four through nine is our goal. We'll see what we actually make it through. There's no uh, mid-route blowjob scenes this time, so... Oh, thank God, Ben. That always takes a long time to get through. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to add a... Well, we can talk about it when we get there, but a content warning for, like, I don't know how to phrase it, but, like, careless handling of uh, mental health. Ooh, yeah, uh uh-huh. Which is like, I think I end up way higher on this route because that's not something that is particularly like going to cause me specifically to have a panic attack, whereas uh-huh. sexual assault definitely is. But yeah. that sure is that that takes the place of sexual assault as the like, oh, cool, you're bringing that up again, huh? Yeah. Do you want to just cram that into the content warnings for the next time we read that <laughs> that sheet? Yeah. 
Okay, so next time, Akiha's day four through nine, probably. <laughs> yep. Uh, send us uh, questions, uh, comments, your thoughts on various routes if you're playing the game or if you just have thoughts to uh, cryingrulesactually at gmail.com or DM us at cryingrules on Twitter. Uh, you can find me and the work that I do either at Ben Ends, where I'm drawing a lot of <laughs> of uh, Fate and Tsukihime fan art lately, or uh, you can find my not-safe-for-work writing at Doomgender on Twitter. You can find me... Do we really... Okay, yeah. I guess we do force people to get through an entire episode to hear our Twitter handles. Yep. Uh, you can find me uh, Fanic underscore Fox, F-E-N-I-C underscore F-O-X, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Um, they... Huh? Uh, no, I was going to say that we're good to go, but then you started saying the thing, so. One day, let's meet in the digital sea. <laughs>